we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me, live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, social media, mainstream media, everywhere. There's a whole lot going on. And I'm not late this time, so I can't blame the white man for that. But thank y'all for joining. We got a whole lot happening. And thank y'all for being here before I get into it. If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the channel, go ahead, hit that like button. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that as well. If you're listening on your favorite audio streaming platform, go ahead, give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can do over there. I'd appreciate you for that. If you are listening to this on YouTube, this will be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, audio only. Uh, link for that will be in the box. So we got a lot to get into tonight. We're going to talk about Fauci and the emails, of course. Um, he has a book coming out, or maybe he had a book coming out. I'm not really sure about the status of the book now. They're, they're kind of, you know, shelving it a little bit because of the emails. Maybe I'm not really sure. You know, I'm seeing different reports. They're talking about, oh, well, the, the book got uh, taken off because they put it up prematurely, all this and that. We'll, we'll see what's going on with the book. Also, Biden sticking both of his feet in his mouth yet again, talking about, hey, you know, black entrepreneurs are just as you know, they're capable of succeeding as white entrepreneurs, but they don't have lawyers. They don't have accountants. So we got to fix that. And we'll, we'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all for again. I really appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you are hearing so far, go ahead and give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. So we got a whole lot happening. We got Anthony Fauci in the emails. We got Biden versus the the you know the, the black lawyers and accountants. Blues clues going full LGBTQ ABCDFG LMNOP. Um, Amazon and the so-called noose kerfuffle. There, there's there's a whole lot more. There is a whole lot more. And yes, I will be speaking in Tennessee. Um, this would be at eleven a.m right in between Chattanooga and Knoxville. Let me get the exact town right so I don't mess it up. I know where it's going to be, but I'm going to make sure I get it right. Athens, that's right. So I'll be in Athens, Tennessee on June 19th. And this is going to be like a barbecue type cookout for the Republican Party out there. But I'll be speaking about Juneteenth. Now, this ain't going to be no woke stuff. This is going to be just real history, straight facts. You know, because you get a lot of the, you get people that don't know what it's about. I'm here to educate them. Not in the way that some would educate them because some are going to say, you know, some stuff that's just not true about Juneteenth. I'm going to give you the honest, real truth about that day. And if you guys don't know, uh, Juneteenth, June 19th, that's my dad's birthday, rest in peace. And also my uncle's birthday, not his brother, but my dad's uncle granny's brother rest in peace as well they both died last year so i grew up hearing this story every single year i, I go to dc where my uncle lives with dad or by myself when i got to be older and i go up there and be like a little family reunion little get together little cookout so this event is going to be a time where i'm able to educate people about what juneteenth is all about in in a real way and not this woke ridiculous way that they want to try to impose upon people so I will be there 
on June 19th of this year. Uh, the link is in the community section of this channel, but I'll put it right here as well. All right, so, okay, we got these weird, and, you know, for some reason, they would they want to put it on Facebook. I'm not really sure why they want to do stuff like that, but it is what it is. Let me see if I can just copy it and not have it get weird. Hold on one second. There we go. So that's the event right there. Again, uh, if they have a non-Facebook link, maybe I could post that, but that's the link that we have right now. So that's what it is. Shout out to Cleveland. I see you, Cleveland. All right, Cleveland, Tennessee. Shout out to everybody in Tennessee, Knoxville, Chattanooga, Athens, Cleveland, all over the place. Um, up there, uh, Sevierville, Se 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 Sevier County, Knox County, Hamilton, um, Polk County, uh, everywhere. Uh, uh, what's, what's Bradley County where Cleveland is. So shout out to all you guys. All right. So that's what I got going on June 19th of this year speaking engagement. And if I have any more speaking engagements, any more, whatever I got going on, I'll let you guys know right here on the channel. All right. So we got a whole lot happening. I think I'm going to start with, uh, just Anthony Fauci. Just go to get the elephant out the, you know, out the way the elephant in the room, just address him. Like, hey, man, I see you right there. You hanging out in the corner chilling. I'm going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. And that is Anthony Fauci. Now, <laughs> that's a good super chat right there from Apple. Apple says, my contribution for you to hire a lawyer and an accountant, hilarious. I'll get to Biden's comments in a moment. But Anthony Fauci. Now, I did a video about that a little while ago on the channel. I put it out about, about two hours or so ago. And I did like a little article about it. And in that article, I put the link for the email. So if you have not read the emails and you want to see them, go to my website, go to the article about this, about Anthony Fauci and the emails in the body of the article. It's right there. It's highlighted in green. You can't miss it. It says download Fauci's emails here. Something like that right there. Highlighted in green in the body of the article. Go to Anthony It's right there on the site. Matter of fact, just to make it easy for you guys, I post a link straight to the article right here. Um, let me just go ahead and get to that. And the title says thousands of Fauci emails released to the general public via for your request. And that's freedom of information act. So I'm not really sure who requested it. I'm hearing Washington post, New York post, Buzzfeed, you know, pretty much everybody's requesting the emails to see what's going on with this guy. But anyway, if you want to read all the emails and it's a big file, the, I have it backed up on, you know, my personal files offline so if the link goes down to the actual emails you guys let me know i'll put it right back up so you guys can see it but it's 3200 emails a bunch of pages and there's a lot of weird stuff in the emails um let me see wait just give me one second here because there, there's some things i want to um show in the email well one thing i want to show right quick if i can just load it up um First of all, the, the whole thing about masks, we knew what that was from the beginning, that they're not really going to work very well. And he said that, he, he said that on TV, so it's not even a surprise that he said it again in the emails. But what I want to do now is try to pull this up without it crashing on me. That'd be great. Uh, matter of fact, I might not want to do it that way because I think that's going to be a little bit too much stress. But I think I have the... I think I have the particular part that I want to show you guys on my Twitter. And if you have that particular link that I showed you on my website, 
It's like right around page 1400. Now, this, hold on. Let me let me find it. This was really weird because it wasn't even relevant to anything. A lot of the emails talking about the virus and what's going on and what can we do and his opinion about what's happening. But then there was some just kind of like off the clock type things that were happening that shouldn't have been. It was really weird. Now, one of them was a bracket. It was a, um, it, it was a, it was a bracket like, you know, um, NCAA college basketball, who's going to win all this and that. And they had a bunch of different viruses, Ebola and whatnot. And coronavirus won the whole tournament. And Fauci signed his name on Like, he, he, he put his name on it, signed it, and put a date. Like, it was some kind of, like, actual bracket that you would have for college basketball. It was really, really weird. And that was in the emails. I'm like, all right, that's supposed to be funny. Is that supposed to be a joke? Like, what's really happening? It, it was really, really strange. Also in the emails, people were trying to tell him, hey, this was created. This is not right. China's behind this. He wasn't really trying to hear it. But at the same time, at the very beginning, he was trying to find out what's happening with the gain and function research. And you've been hearing about that. That's what Rand Paul's been trying to grill him on. It's like, hey, you guys at the NIH, which Anthony Fauci is ahead of, you guys are giving money to Wuhan to fund this research. And what probably happened, rather than a bat at a wet market, like think about it like this. I got to back up a little bit. I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but let me just back up a little bit. Which scenario makes more sense or makes the most sense? Sense. Scenario A, the virus started in a bat in Wuhan and transferred to a person and then transferred to the general public or scenario B, the virus was altered, edited, created in a lab in Wuhan. The lab does exist. That's not up for debate. But the virus was tinkered with there and then somehow escaped the lab and then got everybody sick. Which option makes more sense? Which scenario makes more sense? I don't know about you guys, but I think scenario B makes more sense. And I figured that the general public thought that way. It's, it's kind of news to me that it was not widely accepted or looked at as an option for the virus to come from a lab. So people were trying to say that it came from a bat and everybody just took that as what it was. It makes no sense. The, the virology lab is right there. It just, it, it, it baffles the mind. It's like, okay, here is a nuclear reactor, right? A big giant nuclear reactor, the biggest in the world. And you got a bunch of 18 eyed frogs right beside a nuclear site. And then they want to say, oh, that happened naturally in nature. It's like, how about this big nuclear site right there? They might be leaking. Maybe you might want to fix that. Okay. Like on some, on some Simpsons cartoon type stuff. Maybe you want to fix the radioactivity coming from this big nuclear thing right here versus just saying, oh, that's just a natural mutation. It didn't make any sense from the very beginning. So I always thought that everybody thought that the, the virology lab right there in Wuhan was the culprit, but apparently not. But anyway, Fauci was trying to figure out from the beginning if the gain of function research was behind it. Now, to get back to the NIH and whatnot, Fauci is ahead of the NIH. 
And the NIH gave money that eventually went to Wuhan for the gain of function research, which was fueling this whole thing because it probably escaped from there and got everybody in the world sick. Now, Fauci saying that's not the case because the NIH gave money to this particular company, NGO or whatever, and then they gave money to Wuhan. But that's kind of like playing semantics. You're giving the money to them. So you don't know where it's going to go after that. You give it the money to them and then they give it to Wuhan. It's one degree of separation. You are, you know, you're, you're funding it. Like if I give money to Hamas and then Hamas gives it to the guys shooting the rockets, I can't say, well, I didn't give it to the guys on the ground shooting the rockets. I got to know kind of what's going on. I got to understand, use, use a little bit of common sense to figure out where the money is going, Right especially when guys like Fauci are cozy up with Chinese people. They know them over there at the Wuhan lab. They know the other guys at the other company. You know what's going on. So don't try to play these word games, Dr. Fauci. Your emails are telling me something different other than what you had been saying all over television. But to get back to this whole thing about masks, back in March of 2020, he said it on TV that the mask will not give her, it, it won't really protect you that well it might block a droplet or two but it will not give you perfect protection as you think it does it just won't do that you said that on 60 minutes on television and then in the email in february 2020 he said the exact same thing now people are saying oh that was early in the virus he has more information well is a virus not a virus what is it because if it's a virus it's still going to be the same thing if it's spread by droplets in the air and the reason you wear a mask is to block the droplets. And he says that the store-bought masks don't really do anything. Then what's the point of everybody going out there wearing these store-bought masks? And not just store-bought masks. I done seen people wearing dunce hats over their mouth. You know, like little kids' birthday party hats. I've seen them people wearing those over their mouth. I've seen the tennis shoe. I've seen plastic bags. I've seen fish bowls. I've seen everything you can name. Uh, uh, terrariums, whatever you could put over your face to have some type of shield, people are doing it for no reason. Fauci said it early in March 2020 that it won't really protect you. It's not really doing you no good. And now we know he was right back then, but he started to lie after that. Okay, we, he, he's lied and it's been coming out beyond the emails. Okay, it's like this whole thing with the, the, um, the vaccines. He said that he continued to wear a mask indoors because of optics. Basically, he didn't want to look bad. He didn't want to send the wrong message. Well, I don't care about optics and looking bad or looking good. Just give me the truth. Give me the pure, unadulterated truth. Don't try to sway me one way or the other. And then about to get back to the mask thing. After he said that you shouldn't wear a mask because it's not going to help you on television and in email, he said that he said it on television because he did not want there to be a run on the mask. Oh, I don't want there to be a run on the mask. That's what he said. But in the email, that's not what he said. So when he was emailing back and forth, was he trying to prevent that one person from going out and getting the mask? Why? That one person, probably somebody in healthcare that would have a mask anyway. What's the point in doing that? So is it about trying to come the general public or are you just a liar the guy's a liar that's just what it is gain of function research the masks you name it it's all right there in the emails 
and he's kind of a weirdo as well. This whole thing with the the um the virus bracket. I'm gonna try to find that right quick. I know I have it, but it's just one of those things I got to be able to find. Uh, hold on one second here. But yeah, it's it's crazy. But we're gonna figure out more. Like I said, the the link to all the emails are are on my website on an article about this, about Anthony Fauci and whatnot. So you can read those for yourself. It's quite a few emails. And as the emails are parsed through, I've read a few of the emails, but not all 3,200. But once all the emails are parsed through, then we'll be able to get a greater picture. But I think everybody pretty much knows what's happening. We don't really need a lot of, uh, we don't need a lot more than what we have already to know. Now we should be back. Hopefully we'll be back. Hold on. Let me get everything right here. We we should be back. If if we're back, let me know. And we'll get back. We'll get back rocking. Are we back? We good money then. Perfect. I told you that I told you that would be quick. <laughs> it was weird. So I had like a little power surge. Like all the power in the house went off for like a split second and came right back on. So I don't know what's going on with that. You know, maybe it's the white man outside playing with the power core. I don't know. <laughs> but it's been raining a little bit here. So maybe it's just some some power stuff. I don't know what's happening. But they're, they're also doing construction around here. So that could be the reason why the, the power went out. But, yeah, we back. We back on deck. See, I like the way YouTube does it. See, I can have my streaming software jump. And my, my streaming software can just jump right in because YouTube had not ended the actual stream. It just ended the transmission. Kind of hard to explain, but all I had to do was just push a button. Once my computer came back on and I'm right back to business. So it's easy, good money. So yeah, hey, hey, Doug and the white man, stop touching the power lines. Stop fiddling with the stuff. We it, it, got to get back on it. So if it's, if it's kind of a weird cut, if you're listening to this on the replay or whatever, the power just went out for like a split second and I had to come back after about, well, about like two or three minutes, not long at all. All right. So that's what we got going on. Thank you all for staying and not jumping ship. I'm, I'm going to put this back out to everybody so they know that we, we, we're back. All right. There we go. Put that back on there. And then, all right, so we, we good. We good to go. And thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, even with the brief interruption, the brief lag, uh, please let me know by hitting the like button. Also, if you've not subscribed to the channel yet, go ahead and do that as well. It's absolutely free. But yeah, Dr. Fauci, we're, we're going to see how this whole thing plays out. We are going to see. All right. Oh, yeah. You know what, Zachary? Hold on. This is a super chat. I'm going to read right quick. And I probably won't talk a lot about this. It's kind of very sensitive. Not kind of. It's very sensitive. Zachary, a super chat. Thank you for that, by the way. Says, we talk about the New York private school that was teaching first graders about touching themselves. I have a video if you need info on it. Much respect. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do a video on that. But all I'm going to say is that whoever did that, and to describe it briefly without getting too weird, it's like this cartoon teaching kids things they shouldn't be learning about when it comes to some different kind of stuff. I'll leave it right there. I know you got little babies watching. So, yeah, that private school and whoever made that cartoon need to get locked up immediately. And I'm not being funny. I'm dead serious. I'm serious as you know what. <laughs> 
So yeah, whoever did that need to go ahead and go to Gulag, B-Rock's Little Rocks, basically. That was crazy. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get into the next thing. That's, um, I guess it's a, not really a good segue, but a segue into the thing about um, Blue's Clues. Now, have you guys seen this? Blue's Clues um, teaching LGBTQ, ABCDFG on their platform. Now, like I said, and I'm going to say it one more time. If you are an adult, an adult keyword, and whatever you do with another consenting adult, that's your business. I can't, I'm not, I have no dog in your fight. I have no dog in your fight. Whatever you want to do with another adult that's consenting, no problem. That's your choice. My issue is when you have, um, when, when you're trying to push some of the things that adults are into onto children. Now, Blue's Clues decided to have a segment on their show. And for full disclosure, I'm not, I'll know a lot about Blue's Clues. I'm not really sure if they've been woke for a while or whatever the case may be. I have no idea. But what I saw was pretty sickening. Now, they had a segment of their show where it was a drag queen parade. And I didn't even see all the hidden symbols. You guys were telling me that there was a bunch of stuff in there. From what I saw in the drag queen parade, and if I could find the clip, I'll put it up. It's not anything graphic. It's just Blue's Clues, but I'm not going to have any kind of uh, voices or anything playing. I'm just going to show you what I'm talking about so you can kind of understand what's going on. Um, Let me see. So hold on one second here. Now, they had all types of flags. They had the LGBT, um, well, just just a gay flag. Then they had the trans flag and all types of stuff. They're talking about pansexual and demi and all kinds of genders. Blue's Clues. Now, I never watched Blue's Clues because by the time it came out, I was too old. I was like middle school, I think, probably about 12, 13. So I was too old for that. Blue's Clues is more like between the ages of three to eight. For little kids to watch. Supposed to be educational and family friendly, but it's not educational, nor is it family friendly. And this is why I say to anybody that has children, if you allow them to watch these kind of shows, like kids shows on television, watch the entire thing from front to back if you can. Be there with them. Don't leave them unattended because there could be a thing. It could be something like this just pops up. You don't even know about it until it's right in front of your face. And then you're trying to answer questions that they're going to have. Mommy, mommy, what's that? Is that a man? Is that a woman? Questions you don't want to have to really answer. All this because I guess this month is Pride Month. Um, I'm not really sure I've heard about Pride Month before. Maybe I have, but I don't really think about Pride Month being a thing, but apparently it is. So rather than just focusing on adults, they want to focus on children as well. And I have a problem with that. Now, here is the video in question. This is Blue's Clues. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have already seen it. I'm not going to play the sound. I'm just going to show you guys the um, clip here if I can. Give me one second. And let's put it on that one. Okay. So as you see on the screen right here on the right-hand side, right over there, this person with the heart um, top dress, that's a man. That is a man. And you see all types of LGBT stuff in the background. And it's fully cartoon, so 
kids watching it. Hold on one second. Let me just make sure that my sound is correct. All right. So you, you see what's going on here. And there's um, subtitles. It says, families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. And you see all types of crazy flags. I don't even know what all these flags are. Okay, I'm seeing the, the regular gay rainbow flag. And then there's another one that has these weird colors. Um, this looks like kind of a brown, like a, or, like a burnt orange, a light tan, white, purple, and dark purple. I have no idea what that is. You guys are smarter than I am. You might know what's happening. But these are the flags that they're flying. And it's very intentional. And I think there's another flag in the bottom. I, I do see that flag right there. That flag is the gay flag, but it also has black and brown. Like, as far as, like, black people and brown people. That's the dumbest thing. It's like, okay, you got the gay flag with no specific race on it. But then they want to add the black and brown because black and brown people don't feel included in the flag with no with no race on it anyway. And then they have the trans stuff on the end of that. Okay, and and then it says the family's marching. The family has two mommies. They love each other so proudly. And there's a bunch of like small animals hopping around with the flags. To represent what children would be. You understand? And this this is 100% real. There's one of the flags that has like a little fist on it. So that's like the communist symbol or Black Lives Matter. And the fist is surrounded on the outer edges by just a regular gay flag. And then right by the fist inside the circle, between the fist and the edges of the circle, there's like the trans flag, right? Trans. You're talking about kids, little kids. Like I said, when I was um, on Jubilee last year, if you are an adult, male or female, and you want to call yourself whatever, you call yourself Thomas the Tank, Thomas Tank Engine, you call yourself a breath of fresh air on a hot summer day, a glass of lemonade, I don't care what you call yourself, you're an adult, do what you want, but leave the kids alone, right? So I have no idea what this is right there, but this is like a dark green and um, like a mint green and white and light blue and like a royal purple. I have no idea what that means. It's to the point now where it's so many different colors and alphabets, I, I can't keep up. And I, I do this every day. I'm I'm researching what a lot of these things mean because they have a political purpose. So this is what is playing on Blue's Clues. Oh, this, okay, so this is non-binary. Hold on. This family has two daddies, two mommies. Um, non-binary. And, hold on. Trans. It's just, it's just so much going on, I don't even know what's happening. All, all this on Blue's Clues. So, like I say, if you got little kids and they're watching kids shows, you think that they're, they're totally innocent, not too much going on, you might want to rethink that. You're definitely going to rethink that when you see stuff like this going on. All right. 
but yeah, there's a whole lot of that happening. They have the um the the LGBT serial with the gender pronouns on the side. Let me see if I can find that. I think Dave Rubin had it up. Like, even a lot of the gay guys are like, okay, you, you're doing way too much. Because they're gay, like people like Dave Rubin, Rod Smith, they're gay. But they're not going to say, hey, you know what? Push all this weird stuff on children. They're just not going to do that. They do whatever they do in their life, and that's fine. That's their decision. But when it comes to the kids, let's go ahead and draw a line right there, shall we? I'm not really sure why that's such a hard thing, to, a difficult thing to accomplish. It should be pretty simple, but apparently it's not. Apparently, that's very hard to accomplish for some reason. All right, hold on. So they got LGBT Star Wars stuff. Why are we why are we trying to cater to kids? Leave the kids alone. And then somebody said plenty of adult men still play with Legos. It's like, man, understand this. That might even be true, but who are they trying to attract? Let's stop playing games. They're trying to attract children. So would that same person say that a bunch of adult males watch Blue's Clues? If you're my age and watching Blue's Clues by yourself, I'm calling the authorities, period. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling the authorities. If you're if you, my age, you're knocking on 40's door watching Blue's Clues by yourself. If you got your little, your little boy or your little girl with you, you got your kids with you, that's totally fine. You, you're doing a daddy duty. But if you're just hanging out, you know, drinking your little whatever, watching Blue's Clues, and you got some issues you got, you got to work out. I say seek counseling. And if you got something else going on, some kind of developmental problem, I understand. But if you're just a regular normie watching Blue's Clues by yourself as a male at 40 years old, you got some issues. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah. So that's going on. All, all of this for Pride Month. I, it's just, this, this, is, this is a serious problem. Serious, serious problem. And the... What's going to end up happening is people got to go one way or the other. They have to go one way or the other. Either we're just going to go down this road and say, you know what? It's all right to market the children. There's no issue with LGBTQ, ABCDFG, one, two, three. Either we're going to go down that road or we're not going to go down. The, we're, going to go, we're going to go a different direction. That's our choice. We really don't have many other choices. All right. So. Let's go ahead and switch gears and get to your man, Joe Biden. Let's, let's get to your man, Joe Biden. Uh, so Joe Biden thinks that if you are a black person, then you don't have the ability to, hold on, something just stopped me in my tracks right here. Before I get to Biden and what he said about uh, black business and whatnot, here's, here's something about black business that Biden thinks that we are capable of doing. So we, we can't get into business and whatnot because we don't have certain. I'll talk about that in a minute. But here's here's something from the Shade Room, very popular Instagram page for uh, so-called black community. Here's a headline. President Biden enlisted 1000 black owned beauty salons and barbershops to administer the vaccine as part of his shots at the shop initiative. <laughs> Boy, if I could be a fly on the wall, some of them barbershops that are going to try to give out the shot. And I wonder where these shops are. That's what I want to know. Like, what part of the country are these shops in? 
a lot of people I know that aren't even conservative, aren't even political at all, that are black, are saying, you know what, I'm kind of iffy about that vaccine. I don't know about that vaccine. I don't know if I'm going to get that. So this might not go the way he wants it to go. I want to record some of these barbershops having the conversation, man. I ain't getting that shot. They put it at my uncle with Tuskegee. I ain't getting that, man, please. I'm going to read some of the comments right here. Um, This sounds racist. I don't know why. No. Um, it said it had racial, racial undertones. It's, it's trying to kill us or control us. I feel targeted. Why are they feeding for black people to take the shot? But still no bill to stop police killings. Yeah, people not really feeling it too tough. <laughs> on, on, on this particular little Instagram page, it's not even a, a political page at all. This is a shade room. So, but anyway, let me get to what I wanted to talk about. Aside from this shots at the shop stuff, Biden, come on, please stop. You, you got to stop. I don't know who in your camp said it was a good idea, but sir, you're not, you're not making good decisions. You're not making good decisions. This is just another failed thing. This is going to be a disaster. You might as well just, you might as well scrap this right now. And if you're going to have shots at the shop, you might as well give very shop, like one shot to administer. And who's going to give the shot? Are you going to have nurses there? How are you going to pay for that? But I digress. Here's what I want to talk about. This was what Biden said about um, black business. Let me put it on the screen right quick. And my caption at the top, if you can't see it, it says, Biden, black entrepreneurs don't have lawyers. You get a little sound right quick. That'll, that'll help. Young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have... They, they, they don't have accountants, but they have great ideas. Does anyone doubt this whole nation would be better off from the investments those people make? One more time. Let's just reload it right quick. Black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have, they, they, they don't have accountants, but they have great ideas. Does anyone doubt this whole nation would be better off? from the investments those people make, and I promise you, that's why I set up this National Small Business Administration that's much broader, because they're going to get those loans. The data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of success. So, I mean, I'm just having a hard time understanding this, because, what, like, what does that actually come from? We don't, have, we don't have accountants or lawyers. You don't have an accountant. I mean, okay, there, there's plenty of black folks who are accountants and lawyers. You're your man, Joe Biden, your man, your former boss, right? Your boss, Barack Obama and his wife, husband, Mike, Michelle, they're both lawyers. You have a black Supreme Court justice, Clarence Thomas. Before that, you had Thurgood Marshall. There's plenty of black lawyers. Coleon Noir right here on YouTube is a lawyer. Also a YouTuber, gun enthusiast, Second Amendment guy. Shout out to Coleon Noir. It's a lot of lawyers and accountants who are black. And it's a lot of business owners that are able to afford accountants and lawyers. I mean, and just because you're white, I mean, that does not give you the, the ability to just have that. You can't just have a lawyer and an accountant uh, immediately because you're white. It makes, it makes it seem like when you're a white baby at the hospital, they assign you an accountant and a lawyer. It's like, all right, little baby, uh, Tyler, here's your accountant. Here's your lawyer. 
go ahead, take that, and you're set for life. That's not how it works. You got plenty of poor whites, plenty of whites that don't have their own business. They just work for a particular company. You got whites that just do kind of whatever, don't have to get accountants or lawyers. And the way things are now, you don't really need an accountant or a lawyer all the time. You don't need it all the time. Sometimes you do, but not all the time. There's plenty of resources online that are free or almost free. You got um, these online lawyers that help you, that consult you. Not LegalZoom. LegalZoom sucks. Uh, if you want to follow LLC, you can go to Inkfile, I-N-C-F-I-L-E. No ad, just saying. Work for me. That's a free game, a free, free gym for you. Inkfile is a good place to go. Not LegalZoom. Maybe they're good, but I had a bad experience anyway. That's almost free, close to free. You have QuickBooks. You have TurboTax. I don't understand. H&R Block. I just, I just don't really get it. What era are you stuck in, sir? Are you stuck in the 1950s, the 1850s, the 1750s? Is he a vampire stuck in, his, stuck in the old world back when slavery was, was new? <laughs> like, where are you stuck at right now, sir? The, the country has advanced. It has evolved. And what I was saying in my video about this today is that this is not necessarily racist, although it is, but not really that. I, I look at it more as just being ignorant. You, Joe Biden, have been in government for the past, what, 50 years? Right around that, uh, since, what, 1978? So, or nah, 72. So, 50 years anniversary is like, you're you right up on it. Two, three more years, you're you right up on the 50th anniversary. I think he was in office in 72 or 73. So, you're right there, right? Anyway, you've been in government for a very long time. You don't understand the way that private... The private sector works. You don't understand what we got going on, how technology has advanced. You don't know anything about that. You're not really on the ground with us. You know, they wanted to clown Trump for tweeting at three o'clock in the morning on his toilet. But do you think Biden can operate a cell phone for real? Like, is, is he going to be able to get on Instagram and Facebook by himself? You think he's going to do that? This man can barely operate a cup with no sippy lid on top. How is he going to operate a cell phone with modern technology on it. He does not understand what's happening in the country. He does not understand the private sector because he's not been there. He does not had any experience with it. He's a fossil. He's a, a, a DC fossil at this particular point in time. We can that Bernie style. Barely even able to walk and talk at the same time, let alone understand how to deal with technology and the way that the world has evolved around him. So this, this is not a thing that anybody has an issue with. We all have access to these things. The, the race thing is so not important anymore. It's so not important. I mean, people from all over the country, all, pardon me, all over the world coming here to this country to become whatever they want, land of opportunity. Okay. Now, if you're in a third world country, it's a whole different ball game out there. But here in the USA, oh no, this whole thing about, oh, black folks don't have this, black folks don't have that. That's just so silly. And you know, the funny part is that the whole thing about, well, you could be a black entrepreneur. You're just as capable as a white entrepreneur. That kind of sounds like the poor kids, just as smart as white kids. It's not like the same thing to me. It's the exact same thing. What, what Biden does here is put white people as a standard. They're, they're the standard. They're the ultimate. They're the best. It doesn't matter if you're poor, if you're rich, if you're upper middle class, low class. It, it doesn't matter if you're just a crack smoker in Seattle or Elon Musk. You're all the same, right? 
that's not true. That's the way he wants to present it. Isn't that racist? I never heard Trump say anything like that, but Trump gets accused of being a racist, of being a Nazi, of being everything up under the sun. Now, if that's the case, I can't tell. I can't tell. If you had to compare Trump versus Biden and you're talking about racism, who's going to win that contest? It wouldn't be Trump. I'll tell you that right now. So you do the math. <laughs> What's, you know, figure out who it is. But anyway, so your man Joe Biden is a nut. He does not understand what's happening in the country at all. He doesn't understand the world the way it exists today. That's the long and short of that. But um, there's no issue with that, with blacks and, you know. I, oh, and then also, he was speaking at in, in Tulsa on the anniversary of the race riot in, uh, at, at Black Wall Street. Now, I've heard this story a lot, and I first started hearing it a lot more, and the focus was not on the loss of life. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but that was never really the focus when I heard about it. When I heard about it, the focus was that Black Wall Street was a thriving black community in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and jealous whites came and bombed it. That that was always a story. That was always a story. It was never about a massacre. I've not heard the word massacre be linked to Tulsa until this year. Now, maybe I'm hearing it a lot because it's the 100th anniversary of it. Okay. It's 2021. It happened in 1921. It's been a hundred years. So maybe that's why I'm hearing about it so much, but I did not hear the word massacre. Thank you for the tea. But now all of a sudden I'll keep hearing massacre, massacre, massacre. Now, what was it really? It was a race riot. That's what happened. Here's here's a story of what happened. If you don't know about Tulsa and the and the, and the race riot. Now, back in 1921, there was an allegation of a black man raping a white woman. I don't know if they did it, if they didn't do it, but it was an allegation, right? Now, you have the whites over here, the blacks over here. You know, we're, we're along with from, from integration. We're segregated. Everybody's their own little corner. The black part of town was really nice. The white part of town, maybe not so much. Now, there have been some things probably building up there because of the envy, perhaps. But the whites were like, hey, you guys, one of you guys raped our girl. So we're going to go over here and confront you. And the blacks were like, we didn't do anything. You want to come over here and confront us? We're going to defend ourselves as well. So now there's combat because of that incident, the allegation, not sure if it happened or not. Whites died, blacks died. It was mutual combat. It became a race riot. Now the race riot ended because the whites came in and bombed it. Now they say the government did it. I'm not really sure. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's false. But when the bombing happened, it destroyed Black Wall Street. Now, I'm hearing different death tolls. They said it was like 300 black folks that died, like 20 black, 20 white folks that died. I don't know about the death toll. I'm hearing that it was a lot. I'm hearing anything from 300 black people to 10 black people. I have no idea. But let's just say it was 300, just for argument's sake. We can't ignore how it happened. The way the media wants to frame it is, Whites were jealous of the black folks and they went to Black Wall Street to destroy it just because. And they got the government to go ahead and bomb it because they were so envious and hateful. 
neglecting the fact that it was a race riot first that sparked the whole thing where blacks and whites got killed through mutual combat. They ignore that whole part. That's kind of important, isn't it? But like I said, all throughout my life, all I really heard was how black Wall Street was destroyed because there was a lot of black business. You had black-owned banks and movie theaters and hair salons and barbershops and uh, everything. Had a nice community, safe, beautiful houses. That's what I heard. That was a story that I heard all my life. Now, all of a sudden, it was a, it was a massacre, and it's a whole different narrative. Also, what they don't tell you is the complete story. They don't tell you how Black Wall Street was rebuilt within five years, and it lasted up until integration happened. And then it was abandoned because black folks no longer had to shop just right there in Black Wall Street. They're able to go anywhere throughout Tulsa or wherever else they wanted to go. They could spend their money elsewhere, so that took away all the business. That story happens all over the country, not the the, the riot or the massacre, whatever you want to call it, but as far as a black area that was thriving, not being the same after integration happened. Because what's the point? During integration, you had to shop right there with each other. You had to spend money among each other. But once integration happened, that wasn't the case anymore. You could spend your money anywhere. And that was to the point where the dollar does not bounce much. Shout out to Clark Anderson. I know about that. I do know about that. I was I was woke before this whole stuff. But that part is true. People talk about, oh, there's no black business. Well, how you got a black business if you don't support the black business? If you're just spending money, if, if nobody goes to the business, how is it going to be supported? But anyway, there's, there's plenty of black Wall Streets that were all over the nation. Harlem, New York City, that was a black Wall Street. So what was the excuse for Harlem? Was there a race riot in Harlem that destroyed it, that took it away? Like, what was the excuse to not hang on to Harlem? In the, in the Negro Leagues, what about that? Jackie Robinson is seen as a hero for integrating baseball, but he was seen as a traitor for leaving the um, Negro Leagues because that was their own thing. And then people want to complain about not having ownership in Major League Sports. But you had it. You, you can't complain about not having ownership in Major League Sports not having your own teams, but when you have your own league, you abandon it. It makes no sense. But anyway, um, that's what it was. It was a race riot that became um, more. That's that's what it is. So if anybody tells you something different and they don't tell you the full story, just give them the full story. I'm not saying it was right. What happened? Of course not. It was a terrible thing. And what I also heard is that they got paid operations for that. People that survived it got paid. Maybe that's wrong, but that's what I heard. They got paid by the city of Tulsa. So, you know, I think we need to just have, what, what I try to do on this channel is just give you the full story and not leave out anything. And I always tell you guys, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. And I'm not a comment moderator, really. Uh, you can't be in the comments cussing and spamming and stuff like that, but give your opinion. And I encourage everybody to call in and give your two cents. If I'm wrong, challenge me on it, give evidence, and to me, go ahead and go from there. But what I don't want a narrative to be is that um, Black Wall Street was destroyed by jealous whites, and that's the reason why black folks can't have anything, because anytime they build something, the white man comes and destroys it. That's just, that's just not the case. Tulsa, Oklahoma, that particular neighborhood where the black folks were at, was destroyed because of a race riot. And the same thing's happening right now at race riots. And people don't really want to acknowledge what's going on. They don't want to talk about the race riot. They don't want to talk about the whole situation. 
They just want to focus on whatever the narrative is. Oh, poor black man, all this, that, and the third. But they don't want to talk about how the black neighborhood got destroyed by black people or by outside white liberals. They don't want to talk about that part. So let's not let history be convoluted or change from what is actually happening. Period. Hey, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. Give me some information. Give me some evidence. But that's what I know. That is what I know. All right. So am I seeing anything? Somebody says I'm wrong, but I don't see anything that refutes what I'm saying. <laughs> Shout out to Kenny Powers. Funny comment. Okay. Tadpole says government sent the military in to bomb it because uh, O.W. Gurley, a rich black man, was helping start up black owned business. I mean, no sense. He already had it. So why, why would they bomb it at that point and not before? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's a good question, Aaron. Aaron Slater says, ABL, although cyber attacks on our infrastructure are an act of war, and how should we respond? Um, I That's a good question. I think the main thing we got to figure out is who's doing it. We can't say it's an act of war if we don't know who's behind it. And it they're talking about um, it's Russia, but where's the proof for that? It was funny when the whole thing about the gas happened. Remember the gas scare? You had guys filling up gas cans and putting them in the truck of their car, uh, of their uh, uh, Honda Civic. You get 18 jerry cans in the Honda Civic. You're, you're asking for trouble. You got a whole bomb right there. But anyway, um, when that happened, they said originally that it was some Russian people that were involved. And then they said Eastern European. It's like, which one is it? Is it the Russians or is it some Ukrainians, some Moldovans, uh, some some Polish people? Like, what's going on? Who's behind it? You really don't know because everything is encrypted. They, they're taking cryptocurrency. You can't track that. So how do you really know who's doing what? You don't know. And not, not, not they're trying to say, not they're trying to say that they're trying to um, now go after cryptocurrency because that's the method upon which these bad actors are able to get the money from these corporations to pay the ransom. All right. Allegedly, uh, the people that hacked the, the, the pipeline colonial pipeline got $4.5 million in um, Bitcoin, something like that. 4.5 or five, some big amount of money in Bitcoin. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's false. I don't really know, but we got to figure out who's doing what before we can say, yeah, it's an attack on us and it's an act of war. That's all. Because we can't, we can't, we can't assume it's somebody and it's not them. You got to be able to prove it. Because it could be anybody just trying to get money. I mean, the, the scamming going on right now is through the roof. I'm talking about it's off the chain. It's off the meat rack, as you said back in the day. It's, it's crazy right now. So we don't know what's going on. It could be China, Russia, anybody. Like Trump said, it could be a 400-pound guy laying on his bed somewhere in middle America. Who knows? All right. Did I get everything? Um, Biden versus blacks. Oh, the Amazon. <laughs> Did you guys see the Amazon nooses story? I'm going to touch on that right quick before we get to the Super Chats. Did you guys see the Amazon nooses? Now, that's the dumbest story in the in the world. So, apparently... There was, um, 
They say up to seven or eight nooses allegedly found at an Amazon construction site in Connecticut. They're building a fulfillment center. So they go there to fulfill the orders. You're ordering, you know, whatever, your squatty party or whatever on Amazon. They fulfill it right there. Get it to you. Your one day ship. You know the whole deal. Anyway, so they have the fulfillment center um, being built and a whistleblower allegedly sent a picture of what they said is a noose hanging from uh, the ceiling. And they're saying, this is, uh, this is a threat. This this, this is somehow a threat and we need to get the federales out here and everything else. I've I've not seen an update on that yet. uh, Roger, no update, but here is, yeah, it's, but, but, but exactly. While, while it's 2.0, hold on. So here's one of the so-called nooses right here. Now, this is what the fulfillment center looks like normally. It's not being built yet, so there's no fulfilling going on. But that's how it normally looks. It looks, looks kind of China-esque, but different story, I digress. So that's what the noose they said looks like. Now, there's one of them hanging from a rafter. Here's another one. Right there in the ground. Do you see it? Do you see it? Let's zoom in right quick. So here's one on the ground. There's a tangle of, um, I think that's sight lights, the yellow wires right there. That's sight lights. And then right next to it, there's a rope with a loop on the end, with a knot on the end. And they're saying that is a noose. That's what, That's one of the nooses that were found. So these guys went on the whole noose Easter egg hunt to find this. First of all, one of them that was hanging from the rafters, maybe that's something, but it's probably not. It's a construction site. Nobody's there except for the workers. You're not trying to intimidate anybody, really. But this one's on the ground. How can that be considered a noose? It's not hanging from anywhere. So if I got my, if I, if I tie my shoes into a knot, is that a noose? So if I, if I got my shoe right here, right, if I, if I tie my shoe, and and I, I tie it into a knot. Is that somehow? Is that is that a noose right here? Is that is that a noose? Are we gonna say that's 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 a noose? My my shoe being tied. I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing? That's the equivalent of what's going on right there in that picture. But anyway, they got the federales out there, FBI agents, yes, FBI agents, local police. They didn't stop. Um, the, the building for a little while, it may have gone back up, but they stopped it for a while. There's a reward. If anybody has any information, hundred thousand dollars or more. But my question is who would actually do this? Why would they do this? Why? What's the purpose? Because I don't know about Connecticut, but in a lot of States I've been to from, from traveling and just from being where I live in Tennessee and traveling to other places, when I see a construction site, 99 times out of 100, it's majority Mexican or Central American in some kind of way. Out here where I live, it's Mexican, Guatemalan, a lot of Guatemalans. They're about five feet tall, all of them. The kids, the mom, the dad, everybody. I'm just saying, that's just what I see. Um, Honduran, Salvadorian, Nicaraguan, Central American. They're on the site, and you got some white guys. That's it. So who are you trying to intimidate? Why? Why would you do that? 
you know, I'm reading some of the comments. They're saying that sometimes it's, it's union work, so you don't really see that. But sometimes it's not union work. So you're going to see majority Hispanic, like Central America, not Puerto Rican or Dominican, Central American specifically. That's what you're going to see. And, and a handful of white guys. And they have the ropes like that to lift up things so you don't carry it on a ladder per OSHA regulation. That's what I'm reading. That's what I'm seeing. If I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments below. You just let me know what's going on. But anyway, what would be the purpose of a Mexican guy or a Guatemalan or somebody like that tying a noose to intimidate someone on a construction site? See, if I could, I, I, would, I would understand if it was like in a populated area. Like if they did that at an actual fulfillment center, like this right here is an empty place. They're, they're building this. There's no work going on here aside from the building of the place. Okay. There's no fulfillment. There's no employees who just construction workers with tools everywhere. That's it. Tools and construction debris. That's all. I could see if it was a finished place and there was a noose in the bathroom or somebody's office or something like that. Then I'm like, okay, let's figure out who did that. But at a construction site, we're reaching. We're, we're totally reaching. We're trying to find things where they don't exist. N needle in the haystack, and the is is no, no needle there. The needle does not exist. It's just not there. We're trying to find things that do not exist, and we're going searching in the craziest places for them to exist. That's what's going on. Yeah, it's a big site. It, it's it's a huge site. So. Yeah, it's, it's not, the, the whole thing about it being a noose is crazy. It's ridiculous. And I feel like there are bigger fish to fry for the FBI rather than going down to Connecticut and trying to find some boogeyman. Honey, grand for reward. Give me the reward right now. I cracked the case. Okay, they, they were trying to bring up tools to the rafters. These guys are 4 foot 11. They can't reach up that high. It is what it is. Let's just stop playing games. All right. But thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Uh, Mike to life. Thank you for your donation says Trump is back on Facebook. ABL just now. I thought he was already, already there. I thought he was there and they just weren't allowing him to post. Um, so I don't know what's going on. We'll, we'll see what's happening. Let me see if they, if there's any news about it. Trump back on Facebook. Yeah, they're saying it's not active again. Forbes says, no, they did not restore his account. Nah, it's, the accounts are there, allegedly, but they're not active. So you can still see it. You know what? I feel like they're, they're kind of doing this on purpose. They're showing you the account to see where it froze in time. I think the last post on his Instagram page is for the January 6th rally. So they want you to know about January 6th. They're making that be the worst thing ever in history. Worse than the Civil War, worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than Japanese internment, worse than anything that ever, 9-11, all because of a political attack on Trump. That's it. That's the only reason, okay, because these BLM riots have been much worse than January 6th. And there's been, what, they said about 500, 600 of those? There have been hundreds of BLM riots all over the nation, just one January 6th, but they want to highlight January 6th and ignore all the hundreds of BLM riots. So we see what's most important to these people. 
you we see what the actual purpose is. We should, they're trying to attack uh, Trump politically. All right. Super chats on deck. I'm going to get to those right quick. And then we're going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. I'll take calls in a few minutes. Y'all just hang tight. Well, I get super chats read and then we get straight to it here. All right. Give me a second. Today's January, uh, not January 2nd, June 2nd. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Doug who says, Abby, I'll give you $5 not to blame me one time tonight. <laughs> and man, too late for that, man. Too late. You know, the power went out. I got to blame the white man. Thank you to Apple who says, may the good Lord above give eternal rest and peace to the soul of Captain David Dorn. One year ago today, he was brutally murdered in the BLM inspired riots. His killers have not even been put on trial. Yeah, RIP to David Dorn. That was crazy. You know, I did that story last year. I'll never forget it. Um, I think a buddy of his asked him, could he help protect the store? He might have done it on his own, not really sure. But he was out there in St. Louis protecting the store. 77-year-old man, retired uh, captain in the police department. And this young dude, black dude, crazy, went in there selling the flat screen TV and killed Mr. Dorn over the flat screen TV. What was Black Lives Matter for that one? I don't care about that. It was crazy. It was totally crazy. And the reason why that happened is because the police were overstretched dealing with the other BLM rioters. They they want to call them, uh, you know, protesters and whatnot. I can't tell. I don't see no peaceful protest when you're killing people as a result of the protest, so-called protest. Apple also says, Abby, are you moving tribute video? David Dorn's got over 1 million views. It was the first time for me to know about you. Your words were so precious. Thank you. That, that came straight from the heart when I said that. Straight from the heart. It was just how I felt that day. I had to get it out. That video for me was just me just expressing myself on that particular day. So thank you for having that help you in some kind of way. Thank you to Annie who says, can't wait to see you in my hometown on the 19th. Yes, thank you, Annie. And again, you guys, I'll be in Athens, Tennessee on June 19th, this month, June 19th, speaking to the Republican Party out there about Juneteenth, what it is and the real history of this country, not the woke 1619 Project version, the real history that is not taught as much in schools anymore. Thank you to Todd, who says, let's go. Thank you for that. Thank you to Apple, who says, ABO, President Biden says, young black entrepreneurs like you, Candace, Brandon, Hodge, Twins, Terrence, King Randall can't succeed. Your thoughts? Uh, well, I'm here. So if I'm not doing well, then, hey, you know what? I'll just, I'll just blame him and be like, hey, Biden, you know what? It's your fault why I can't succeed. Give me your money. How about that? Drain your account and give it to me. That'll make everything be square. We call it even. How about that? We don't want to do that. But no, in all seriousness, it's just so dumb. And you know what? The reason why I speak against those messages is because it's damaging. People hear those messages from a Joe Biden and they think they internalize it. Oh, the reason why I'm not doing well is because it's, it's you know, racism and the white man. That's the reason why I can't do very well. And that becomes an excuse for laziness, for not going out there and trying to make something happen. You think that you can't make it happen. When you very much can make it happen. This is America. You got some of the dumbest people 
in the world over here as cajillionaires, big money, dumb as a box of rocks, but big money, can't read big money. It's America. So this whole thing about, oh, I can't do anything because it's the white man is just bogus. Just stop. And Joe Biden, you need, you need, you're, the, you're the worst one because you're the president. You have a big platform. So don't do that no more. Um, let me see. Apple also says NFAC says everything white will be shot on site. Well, if they're saying, if they're saying that they might need to get locked up by the federales. Um, also FBI saw 33,000 missing Hillary emails yet. Nope. Ian says, if you research the great reset, everything that the Biden administration is doing will make more sense. You can watch the video of John Kerry telling the world economic forum. U S is on board with it. Also, um, FBI solved the Cuomo nursing home deaths yet. Nope. Laura Catherine says, I think the new terms, people of color and black and brown people are very condescending and cringy. Whatever happens to specific nationalities. Exactly. Why must you lump me into something else? I mean, really, but I prefer if it's about race, just say black. That's it. Black guy. All right. Black guy, white guy. Cool. Now my nationality, where I'm from American period. No African-American. I've never been to Africa before. American. Race, black, nationality, American. Simple. Real easy to understand. Not any of these long, hyphenated, um, lumped together, inaccurate terms they want to create for us. I don't know. I feel like it should be the same thing for everybody else, too. But the main, the most important thing is about being an American. And in the future, you're going to see more of this mixing stuff happening, and you're going to see less specific races. It's happening right now. It's like, what are you? You, you mixed? You something else? But anyway, thank you to Megan who says, expose Plum Island and how it caused Lyme disease, man-made disease. I've not heard about that, so I don't know. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Ian who says, Time Magazine has entire section online dedicated to the Great Reset. Forbes article titled, Welcome to 2030. You will own nothing and you will be happy. I've heard about that, but I've not read it. Apple says ABO favorite kind of cake. <laughs> um, I, I'm not really a cake guy. Oh, carrot cake. You didn't list that. You said chocolate or vanilla carrot cake. Matter of fact, that was at my wedding. We had carrot cake. And I think there was also vanilla for the lower layers. But on top of that, oh, that carrot cake was rocking. It was a hit. Everybody loved it. Thank you to Chrissy. You says day off work, cup of coffee and ABO live on my 49th. I, I birthed it to you. Celebrate your birthday. You give me a for your birthday. Thank you for that. Does it get any better than this? Keep on rolling with it. Facts, ABL, you are awesome. Well, thank you for your donation. And enjoy your birthday. Hopefully, you got your coffee, nothing else. No no shots of nothing in your coffee. So enjoy your day. Thank you for that. Thank you to Tyrannius who says, January 6th, insurrection is worse than a Tulsa massacre. I mean, that's what, that's what they want to say, right? They'll say that's worse than anything. They'll say that's worse than 11, Tulsa, anything in the world because... It's all about a narrative trying to paint that as terrible and Trump's the reason why it happened. That's the only reason why they're talking about this so much. If we're a bunch of BLM types that did that, it wouldn't really be a blip on the radar. It wouldn't be a problem at all. Thank you to One Hope for your emoji donation. Thank you to Apple who says, who your favorite NBA, my favorite teams in each sport? That's a long question. I like the Bucks in the NBA and I don't follow the rest of them that much to have a, to have a team. When I was a kid, I was a Vikings fan because they had Randy Moss. 
And he's from my original hometown, Rand, West Virginia. That's where I was born. So my family know him. They know his parents and everything. So when he got drafted, it was a big deal. Everybody on both sides of the family watching their TV. It was like, what, 1998? Never forget it. 1998, I'm going into high school, like ninth grade year. And everybody that I knew from my mom's side to my dad's side watching the TV, wherever they were. And there was like, back then it was like everybody was on the phone talking to each other at the same time. If we couldn't be at a draft party. Yeah. So that was a big time, but I don't follow anything else. Also Atlanta school district won't sell empty school to King Randall. I guess the educrats are afraid that King Randall will provide good education to boys. Well, he have to go a different route. You know, if Atlanta wants to play weird or whatever, he'll go a different route. He'll get to where he needs to go. Eventually it's going to be a journey, but uh, don't give up, King Brandon. I know you won't give up, King Brandon. You can make it happen. But ATL, they want to play games. It is what it is. Take it to Derek, who says, thoughts on the new bird, flu, new bird flu strain. Do you think the media and Democrats will push this, or will it go nowhere since it's under Biden? Well, that's a good question. They might try to push the new bird flu to make everyone still wear masks after the vaccination. You see what I'm saying? Because first it was, okay, if you got the vax, no mask, then they're going to say, well, we got the new bird flu, so keep putting the mask on. You already been wearing it. Bring it back out and put it on again. So we'll see how that goes. But it might go nowhere. It might actually get over here and infect some people, but it might not go anywhere as far as mainstream media making it a big deal. Thank you to Zachary who says, we talk about the New York private school. I read that one. Thank you to Apple who says, Yankee Stadium fans showed Trump one banner. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was um, my man. I forget his name, but I see him a lot holding them Trump banners. Matter of fact, let me put it on the screen right quick. Trump won Yankee Stadium. Oh, uh, was that? Dion, Dion Cini. Shout out to you, man. I know exactly who did that because I've seen him before. But he always does this called the flag dropping. They do that all over the place. Some Somebody got triggered and gave him the the bird. It's like, why be so triggered, sir? All right, so you see it right there. He he unfurled that banner at an MLB baseball game. Yankees versus somebody. Now, some guys liked it. I see a guy right here at the bottom right-hand corner. You probably can't see him. But it's a guy right here. Nice little smile on his face. Let me see if we can zoom in. Yeah, he likes it a little bit. But this guy right here don't like it too much. But yeah, shout out to Dion. That's him right there. Loving it. <laughs> Loving it. But yeah, shout out to them. And um, let me see. Go back to where I was. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm back. Todd says, did you see Stephen A. Smith walk off the set today? He was mad a white coach was hired. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Stephen A. Stephen A's weird. You, you attacking Kwame Brown, and then you're mad at you, you're mad at Kwame and you're mad at the white man. So who you who are you not mad at? Just stop being so mad, Steve. Just, you know, be glad you're on ESPN carrying them on your back. I'm not really a Stephen A. Smith fan, but they don't have anyone else that carries the organization. ESPN sucks anyway. He should just go ahead and drop. He, he should either abandon ship 
or tighten up. One of the two. I believe ESPN, quite frankly. It's a, he, he, could, he could do well on his own, having his own podcast and just a sports analyst type show without the machine of ESPN behind him. But it's probably a big contractual thing. and He can't really do anything else. But ESPN sucks. I turned to them the other day, and they had an entirely female panel. Now, nothing against the young ladies, but I don't know. When I'm talking about football and basketball, things of that nature, I don't really want all women there. It's just kind of weird. Surely there's plenty of basketball players that aren't doing anything right now that would love to be on ESPN talking about the game and not, you know, Tina Pinachero, people like that. I don't want to see them. It's keeping it all the way real. Anyway, uh, thank you to Megan who says, drink raw milk and support local farmers. Don't take the deadly vaccine. That's not even a vaccine. It's a gene therapy that is injuring and killing. Thank you, Mr. Thank you to not Mr. Rogers. Thank you to Laura, who says Mr. Rogers and Jim Henson will be rolling in their graves to see the woke children's TV programming. Oh, you know, Jim Henson was considered to be kind of radical back in his day because they said that the Muppet show, the late night type show, was it was too provocative and too adult themed. But what he was putting out is nothing compared to what's happening nowadays. It's nothing. It was like normal adult type stuff sometimes. What we got going on right now is totally abnormal, irregular, like the Titans on um, Attack on Titan. You got a bunch of irregulars running the show right now. Uh, shout out to Vangeli81 who says, this is more than what they did for Black History Month. I didn't see any ethnic Legos. <laughs> hey, Black History Month, they ain't do much. They, you know, you know, a little, little bit of fried chicken, that's about it. Move on. Thank you to Craig, who says, ABL, your channel keeps me sane. We are with you in Oregon. We got BLM Antifa, LGBTQ, and the governor who was trying to implement vaccine passports. Wow. That's why some of you guys on the eastern side are trying to exit and go to Iowa. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Thank you to the Nickerman, who says, ABL, Google LGBTQ on desktop and see what happens. I saw that. Um, matter of fact, I did not Google LGBTQ. I Googled Pride Month and a bunch of just all the different rainbow color flags came out, trans and binary and this and that. And a third, it was a mess. Shout out to Sean Hughes, who says Joe Biden is trying to listen and say most of all earpiece instructions, but just can't keep up at 79 years old. Uh, shout out to Bird Dog, who says, why was the Blasio trying to bribe people with cheeseburgers Yet he's trying to make a meatless Monday in New York. This is so crazy. That's what I'm trying to say. How that makes sense. You're trying to say, all right, eat this burger for the vaccine, but then we're not going to have meat on a day. Shout out to Serenius who says, Biden fought corn pop in Tulsa. Uh, obvious irony says, been reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. Would you consider the nation of Islam an influence on the race, baiting, and black victimization rhetoric of today? Oh, that's a good question. Um, no, they have, hmm, the nation, the nation has spawned other groups that become more radical than the nation, but they're not into the, the victimization as much. The, the victimization, that's more of the, that, that's, that's more of a feminism type thing, in my opinion. That's, that was birthed from feminism. They felt like, Civil rights didn't go far enough, so we got to go do this. Women's rights and 
LGBT, gay rights, a lot of the San Francisco type stuff. I think that's that's more of a Black Panther type thing that kind of spawned that. The Nation was a little bit different than the Black Panthers. They kind of intersect here and there, but the Nation that's more on the East. That was like really big in Philadelphia, New York, uh, Chicago, obviously, where you got the Mosque Maryam. Then the the Black Panthers they were on the West. That's like the California super woke, and some of those became Bloods and Crips. That's a whole different ball of wax right there. I think more the Panthers than the Nation as far as birthing the black victimization. But more than anything, I think it was a black feminist movement because look at what's happening with BLM. Who is the main people behind that? Uh, black LGBT put, put two and two together. Uh, thank you to Matthew says reported ABL for white supremacy activities, trying on tying your shoe <laughs> on a live stream. That's offensive. Next time go Velcro ABL. <laughs> hey, Hey, that, that shoe. That, that shoe right there, man, it's it's a noose. So this 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 is this is really dangerous. This is offensive. And if I see that anywhere, I'm, I'm calling the authorities immediately. If I got it on my own foot, I'm gonna call on myself and be like, hey, I tied my shoe in the noose, lock me up. Thank you to Mike to Life for your donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Matthew who says, in all seriousness, I think perpetuating racial division via hate crime hoaxes is the last thing on the mind of a construction worker with no audience. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Exactly. What's the point in doing that? Can't nobody see it except for the other Mexicans and whatnot on the site. Um, let me see. Thank you to your so cool 23 who says, I don't believe these quote unquote hacks are real. Think about how much they lie already. Think about how they've been trying to do away with gas, oil, and they also don't want us eating meat either. And gas and meat companies suddenly hacked. Very good point. Thank you to the anti-view who says, if an African-American musician sings Rasta music, is it appropriation? <laughs> well, hey, you got a point there. That's a good question. Uh, thank you to Jenny Jones who says, will you have your Juneteenth speech video tapes? So everyone can see it. Hate that I will miss it, but I won't be able to go there. I I'll try to tape it. Um, I'll probably put it on my phone or something like that. We'll try to figure it out. Um, thank you to the anti-view who says, Jay-Z, and Beyonce buy multi-million dollar car. Blacks are oppressed. Blacks don't have accountants or lawyers. <laughs> exactly. They said Jay-Z and Beyonce had the most expensive car in the in the in the country. Um, it's some kind of uh I don't even know what that was. I don't know what that was. Hold on. Uh pause for the cause. Meanwhile, speaking about Jay-Z and Beyonce, they got this expensive car, they're super oppressed, right? Meanwhile, one of the January 6th people. Uh, here's a headline for you. It says Trump supporter who took selfie in Senate chamber on January 6th pleads guilty, faces 20 years in prison from a plea bargain, 20 years in the penitentiary for what, what did he do? Did he bring a pistol in there? What's going on? Crazy. But Hey, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're oppressed. They got this, um, super expensive car and the car. I can't say I like that much. It was like a, um, what was that? It was a um a Bentley or something, but it was a a coupe convertible. I was like, ew. You got a big car that's like small at the same time. It's kind of strange. It's like making a, a Lincoln Town car into a coupe convertible. It's like it don't really they don't really match. Here it is. So here's the car. It's it, it's a beautiful car, but it's just a weird form factor. I don't I wouldn't drive anything like that. 
it's just kind of that kind of car right there. Let's put it on the screen. This kind of car right here. This I would have like as a toy on my bookshelf. Not I would not have that in my driveway. But you know, I don't have this type of rich life like they like they have. You know, they got all this woke stuff going on. I'm seeing she got the white supremacy symbol. That's great. But she black, so it don't count. Kind of black. But anyway, you got Jay-Z looking like he just smoked crack yesterday with his hair looking crazy. And you got this big, pretty car. I think it said it's worth like $20-something million, $23 million for a car. I I, I mean, I'm not really sure. Hold on. Matter of fact, let me see. So they said 28.4. 28.4 million. That's the Rolls-Royce boat tail. 28.4 28.4 million. Hey, the car's nice, but 28.4 million dollars worth for, for a car. If I spend beyond 25,000, I'm like, man, this is, this, this, this is, this is luxury right here. 28.4 million. All right. So what else we got going on? Last super chats to them to get to the calls. I know I said that about five years ago, but it's fine. We'll get to it. Uh, let me see. Thank you to Madonna for your donation. Shout out to Oakley who says, if truth was currency, your two cents will be measured in GDP. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Shout out to Draco and Kodak who says, what do you think about Chrissy Teigen being canceled? Hey, you, when you live by the book sword, you die by the book sword. That's what happens. I don't have, I don't feel any kind of way about that. That's just what you do. It's called karma in my opinion. Take it to Debauchi, who says, uh, Drongo Q and her husband, Kidding Chen, research CCP, espionage, and intellectual property theft at Canada's highest security, BSL for virology laboratory in Winnipeg prior to July 14th, 2019. Thank you to Mike Obi, who says, Have you heard that Buckhead wants to be its own city due to bad decision making from Atlanta in regards to rising crime? I don't blame him. I do not blame him. Matter of fact, they should secede from Fulton County altogether, become become part of uh, Cobb County. I don't blame them because you shouldn't be seeing carjacking happening in Buckhead. That's like the safe area of Atlanta. It's supposed to be, but you guys got you got guys getting worked on the highway. It's crazy. So yeah, I won't I won't blame them at all. Keisha Lance bottoms all these woke people. Get them out of there. But see, the problem is you still you're still in Atlanta and in, in the perimeter basically. So. Who's going to be the person that is able to make better decisions in that area that will actually run and win? Thank you to Mike from Queens for donation. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Black Blast Gaming who says, your ABO Kendrick Silverman here can't call today, but what are your thoughts on people petitioning for the government asking for 2000 every month? Well, we see what the result of the, the UBI trial, as we could call it, that the, the UBI trial, this this stimulus check, we saw what the result of that is going to be. People just living on that and refusing to work. Now it might be a low center of living. You might not have a lot of money. I mean, you twenty four thousand a year, you could live on that. If all you want to do is just sit at the crib, smoke crack, and that's it, you could live on that. So that is not a good idea because you want to have a productive nation and not a bunch of moochers on 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 the payroll, basically. Um, Joe Ryder 84 says, um, what's your input of anti-Semitism in the black community? I mean, it's, it's kind of rampant depending upon where you are. Most normies don't understand anything about that, but it happens a lot. 
um, with some of the woke types, that's really normal. And they get it passed because they're black. Um, but the average person is not really understanding too much about, you know, Jewish people or anything like that. All they know is black or white. They don't know anything about different little groups. Um, thank you to Andrew who says, why aren't there any pride marches of um, Onanis? What is that? O-A-N-I-S? If there are gays and lesbians, there should be a pride march of um, Onanis? What is that? You guys, let me know in the, in the, in the chat. Thank you to Brandy who says, ABO, have you heard or researched the Convention of States? Someone trying to really get started. There's a dot-com site I studied. Sounds like a way to save Republic, in my opinion. That's all you do. Thank you for your super chat. I've not heard about that. Convention of States, but I'll look into it. Oh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, th- I did hear about that. Now, some have kind of floated just saying, you know what? Let's go ahead and get over here and do our own thing. Um, is that like they want to succeed from the U.S. and become their own nation? Is that it? Maybe I'm wrong. I need I need to look into it. All right. Time for the calls, you guys. I know I said that about 15 years ago, but I'm here. I'm not going to um, uh, renege on my promise. So let's go ahead and get into it. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get on into it. If Skype wants to act properly, that'd be fantastic. But if not, Hey, you guys know it's not my fault. You got to blame the white man for any kind of problems that happen. All right, I got my tea on deck. It's about ice cold. Now, it's still kind of warm. All righty, let's get into it. 818, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, my name is Ray. All righty, man, what's happening? Hey, I just wanted to put some ideas out there. I, I think if we want to stimulate our economy, we should cut the corporate tax rate because that that would allow all our businesses to reinvest their money instead of handing most of it away to be used for other purposes. Also, I think to stimulate more investment uh, locally, we should make dividends paid by corporations to shareholders deductible by the corporations because if the individuals are picking it up as income anyway, we might as well make the corporations allow it to be deductible. And also I have another problem with California having this individual shared responsibility payment, because I think it's a little messed up that if someone can't afford health insurance for their kid, that they have to pay a $2,000 penalty. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Thank Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Right. Now, are they still paying the penalty? Is that still a thing? I thought that the penalty, that's not anymore. I thought Trump eliminated the penalty. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it's just, you know, certain states still do that. I'm not really sure how that goes. Let's get to some more calls here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go. Okay. 316 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hi. This is Lisa Alice, and I'm calling you from Spain. All righty. What's going on? Oh, I was in, I have really enjoyed watching your show, and I think you have such interesting insights and everything, and, and uh, I have been a faithful follower for a long time, but I was just curious about your thoughts on um, 
the idea of sort of tearing down the different communities, like the, you know, the white community, the black community, the gay community, in sort of an effort to kind of feed us all into an AI sort of program that maybe they want to start controlling us with, because um, someone was telling me not long ago that AI can't discern between male and female, and I would assume maybe race as well. And so maybe that's why they're, you know, trying to just turn us all into these sort of non-gender, you know, race-free societies. You know, that's, that's a good point. That, that could be part of it. But I feel like they're, they're still trying to just pander to certain people to, to get woke yeah. points because people, they, they might be a normal person. They might not be engaging in all of that, but they think that it's great that somebody is is catering to that group because then that means that they're not racist and they're woke and all this and that. They may have uh, 2.5 kids, a dog, picket fence, all of that, regular normal life, but they want to see others be seen in, in a different way. They want them to be seen as equal and whatnot to make themselves feel good. So as far as the AI, yeah. I'm not really sure. I, I think the AI is very advanced, and they're going to, they, they'll be able to tell the difference between male and female or whatever. It's very, even with the way it is right now with your ads on social media, they're very knowledgeable about what's going on, what you're seeing and what you're interested in. They're very knowledgeable right now. And I think in the future, they'll get more knowledgeable and they'll be able to understand a lot more about you than you would really understand, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it just looks to me like they're trying to push everyone onto the same level if that's what's behind a lot of what's going on. And so it just has made me interesting, interested in kind of seeing or wondering what kind of program they want to start rolling out in the future <laughs> with regard to, you know, the general population, you know, in the United States. Well, I mean, we'll see. It's, it's always something new. It's always something else, especially the way technology is right now. It's, it's always changing. Yeah. There's always something new. So we'll see how things roll out in the near future here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you. And, and yeah, keep, Please keep us abreast on your your views on all that. All of that, I think that's interesting to know. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Well, thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you. Bye bye. All right now. All right. And I and I looked up what that word meant. Don't don't put no freak stuff in the chat. Whoever gave me that super chat, don't put no freak stuff in here. We got little kids watching, man. Come on, cut cut it out. Like, take take that somewhere else, man. I'm being serious. Okay, let's get to the next one. I already called you on the line. I'm speaking to 215. Hey, Abriel. What's what's going on, man? Oh, all right. I just wanted to make sure you... Here, let me turn the volume down on this real quick. All right, so... um, All right, so, hey, I wanted to touch on something real quick. So, I did a little bit of digging into George Floyd and... uh. Not only, I mean, yeah, I heard about the him sticking a gun to the pregnant woman's belly and all that kind of stuff. And I'm still going to keep looking into that. I mean, Abel, when I saw her face, they did not say that she was beaten. I mean, she was, she was beaten pretty badly. I mean, if you see her face, her eye was swollen shut. And her eye was swollen shut. She had cuts and bruises all over her face. She had two black eyes. And she, her, she was just a complete mess. Her face was a complete mess. 
And my just the the woman that George Floyd when he held a, a gun to her belly, and while his his homeboys, you know, ransacked her house, robbed her house, and all that stuff, and he threatened to kill her baby. Said to her, "Do you want to die? I'll I'll kill your baby if you don't comply." Oh, boy, crazy. Yeah. See, I saw. Yeah, I saw the picture of her, and uh, I got her name too. And I was looking at the pictures, and it's pretty graphic. I mean. Looking at her face, I'm like, these people are celebrating this guy. This is the one who's who they're celebrating. So, 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 so wait a minute. Stuff, so, so, did yeah. George did George Floyd beat her? It was him. It, it had to be him and his home, his homeboys. Okay. But yeah, he definitely did it. Okay. Uh, either that or he pistol whipped. I don't know if he punched her or pistol whipped. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know about that. But all I know is she was beaten by those dudes. Gotcha. And she had like two black eyes. You could find it. You could find the um, you could find the images on Google. It's pretty graphic if you want to look it up. Ah. Uh. Yeah. If you haven't seen it already, it's pretty. Uh, the way she looked, it was uh, it was pretty gruesome. I was like, nah, I I, I can't I can't have no respect for this dude. I'm not gonna say he deserved to die, but I, I he he uh, he he ain't getting no tears from me. <laughs> I, I, I put this I up, understand. I, yeah, and when I put this up on Facebook. Of course, I got a couple backlash. You know, some people say, well, it wasn't on the media, so it doesn't matter. I said, what do you mean it wasn't on the news? So I said, homeboy, the news don't show you everything. They don't tell you everything. You got to look deep into a lot of stuff. And that's typical liberals, this TV watching. They think the news is on their side. Yeah, they don't understand the way that the world works. They think that if anything happens, any kind of crime is going to be on the news. It's like, that's not how it goes. The majority of crimes, the majority of things that happen in this world do not make the news. They don't go on television. They they show you whatever they want to show you. Exactly. And also when I when I was looking into Israel law, well, I was talking to somebody about Israel and I was gonna look into it because he had he had told me that uh, another Israel, a ship was just destroyed not too long ago, was just blown blown to pieces and sunken not too long ago. And I think it was by Hamas terrorist group. And that, that that didn't make the news at all. None of the news stations, not even the conservative news. Oh, no, nah, they and don't want to talk about that. Was, yeah. And it, and I also listened to this. I was watching this video, this speech of this Palestinian guy who lives in Israel as well. He said he served, he served in the Israeli army. And basically, like kind of like what you, like, kind of like what you went through. He was called a coon and a sellout and outcast. And when he didn't agree with the other Palestinians about you know all the hate and all that stuff. So he wound up leaving, going to Israel with the Jews, and he got along with the Jewish Jewish people. And it's like they all wind up all getting along. But some people, I had one guy try to lie and tell me that you know white people took over the Jewish culture. It, it was originally colored people, and I say I don't think the skin color matters. It's all about the culture, you know, the the religion. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the main thing. It's not about race. It's about just you know what and you one, do. Go ahead. No, but and, that's uh, it. one more thing. When I, I when I was watching, I was watching you and Brandon Tatum's videos on the uh, Tulsa riots. Did you cover that? No, I didn't cover it in uh, the video Black specifically. Uh, I, I spoke on it just for uh, a quick moment. Gotcha. But um, uh, about Black Wall Street getting burned down, and I watched Brandon Tatum's video. Like they said, it was a race riot, but I heard it lasted for five years from 1921 to 1926. But then Black Wall Street wound up getting built back 10 years later. And then, like you said, it got abandoned because, you know, people just moved on to other places. 
Yeah, it was it was a race riot that happened. It wasn't over the it wasn't over a five year period. They they rebuilt it in five years, and then it lasted up until uh, integration in the sixties. And then at that point, it was voluntarily okay. abandoned because black folks could go other places. It didn't it didn't want to go to the Black Wall Street anymore. Gotcha. So basically, they, in a sense, they just got bored with it. Yeah, it just it just. Right, so I wanted to make sure. That's why I figured. I figured the rights didn't last for five years, but it took them five years to build it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that makes sense. All right, then I don't want to hold up any of your time, but thank you, Avio. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right, have a good one. All righty, let's get some more here. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Yo, what's up? What's going on? This is Snap. All right. What's going on, man? Hey, I wanted to talk about that uh, construction site news thing. Um, that was a very interesting story to me. But I, I have a question. Were, were, there were no black people on that construction site at all? I don't know. Okay. Um, well, I'm an electrician, and I've been in construction for about 15 years. And, you know, there's a lot of things on the job site. But there's typically not a lot of ropes hanging around formed in the shape of loops. You know what I'm saying? This is my experience as an electrician on multiple dozens of job sites. So, you know, I, I, you know, people like to sensationalize everything, but it's important to know the facts, right? Um, so I know you said, you know, on a lot of construction sites, there aren't a lot of black people. And that's true because yeah. I could be on a job site like the job site I'm on right now. There's about two of us. No, three of us, actually. Three of us. And they're all on my crew. Now, hold on. Now, here's, 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 here's the next thing. Now, it's about yeah. two or three of y'all, but who is the majority of everybody else? Is it whites, Hispanics? Who's there? Hispanos. Correct. All of them. There is no white. The only white person on the job is, is a project manager who's never there. Right. So, yeah. But... Um, so my, my whole thing, my whole thing was like, if you got a job site, that's probably mostly Mexican, Central American, like Guatemalan. What, 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 what would be the purpose of them doing something like that to try and offend somebody when it's the majority of it is them? And why would they do that? Stupidity. Now, I'll give you an example. I was on one job site at uh, Southwest College, right? We were building a whole new building. And this one guy, it was me. Again, there was like three or four black people, right? Me and three other guys. And for some reason, somebody on that job site hated this one cat. Hated him. And so there's a porta potty, right? People like to write and draw all kinds of colorful things on the porta potty. From, you know, phalluses to vag all kinds of stuff. I'm not even gonna say the things that they write on your platform, because I know how you roll. But for some reason they singled this dude out, black dude. Drew him with his beard because he had this big old beard, had his name, called him N-words, uh, monkeys, all kind of stuff. Somebody singled him out. And most of the people on that job site were once again Hispanic. There were probably one or two or three white folks. Typically, the white folks on the job site are like electricians or something like that, um, from my experience. But... It, it, it might not even be somebody who's necessarily racist. It could be somebody who doesn't like somebody. And so 
they're just doing some stupid stuff to get at to get on somebody get under somebody's skin because that's exactly what they did with this dude but he didn't like uh you know somebody found it like one of the supervisors that's the only reason they came up but he was ready to fight somebody he was pissed so i just wanted to say it, it could be a lot more personal than they're letting on it could be like because like i said man i we, there's just not ropes hanging around everywhere on a job site just like everywhere you turn on in the bathroom it's just not people don't we rarely use ropes the only way we use reason we use ropes is to like hoist stuff up ladders or something like that or something like that like for a uh, rigging rigging equipment to take it to the roof or to take it to hard to get to spots some trades might use ropes but typically there's not just ropes hanging around everywhere well hold on but so, see but wait a minute all, all we saw was one rope hanging that's all we saw was okay. one ropes huh I I thought somebody mentioned seeing multiple ropes. Yeah, now we, we saw one rope hanging. Then there was another one that was used to tie the gate. It was like it wasn't even hanging from anywhere. It was just a rope that tied the gate. But it to was tie not, the gate. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hanging. <laughs> it was just a knot on a, a on a rope, but it wasn't hanging. And there was another one on the ground. It wasn't hanging. It was a small little thing. It wasn't a it, noose. It was just like a, a knot on the ground. Now the one that was hanging, you might you might want to say, okay, that could be something. Maybe it was only one though. It wasn't the other one on the ground. It was like a little small thing, and then another right. one was just a, a knot that was tying the gate closed. Man, <laughs> wait a minute, because I, I tell you, we use ropes as electricians. We use ropes to pull wire. We use all kind of different knots. We use ropes to um, to haul to hoist equipment. That that they might be reaching on that one, brother. They might, you know what I'm saying? I, they they reaching on that one for sure. And it, it's just it's crazy because they're always pushing this division. There's all they're always pushing this racial divide, this racial division, and people buy into it so much. They got the FBI investigating this stuff. FBI, all of that. It's a reward, hundred thousand dollars. All of that. It's big. <laughs> That's wild, man. I don't even know what to say about that. That's crazy. That's one rope hanging and one on the ground and one holding the gate together. That that should be common sense. Right. The one on the, the the one holding the gate closed, well we know what that's being used for. The one hanging, like you said, it might be a little fun funky, but one on the ground, it could be just something somebody used and just tossed on the ground. Yeah, see the, the the other one on the ground it was right by some sight lights. So it was a bunch of sight lights in the like in like in the in a ball. And then right next to that, it was a rope. So it was like all on the ground together. Okay, because okay, so they use stringer lights. They'll tie stringer lights to beams and uh, joists to hang the stringer lights. Yeah. Temporary lighting. So uh, yeah, you know what, man? They <laughs> they didn't blew this out of proportion. They got you talking about it all kind of all kind of craziness, man. All right, man. That that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. That's that's all I got to say about that, man. I'll holler at you later. Thanks for the call, that's man. Crazy. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, it was crazy because they said they found they found a bunch of ropes, but from what I saw, I saw pictures. It was only one on the ground, right by some um, sight lights. But they, they keep showing that one same rope that was hanging as evidence of you know the, the the ropes all over the place. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find anything else. But yeah, it it was crazy. So, hold on. The one on the ground, 
that's that's a picture of that. But the other one, it was in the video, and they had the, the gate closed with it. That's that's all that it was. It wasn't even anything else. It it was really strange. Let me see. This is a this might be it right here. Hold on. Let's see if they're gonna play it. No, they just got pictures of the of the site. But nothing else. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and just keep on moving. But yeah, just just for, for reference, what I was talking about, the one on the ground. Here here is the Alright, that ain't it. Let's go here. There we go. So they're talking about this. <laughs> that right there. See that little red thing? That is apparently a noose. <laughs> it's like, man, stop. And you know what? It didn't even say when they said they found a bunch of uh, nooses. They said, we found a bunch of ropes that could be considered nooses. It's like, man, y'all are reaching way too much. If there was a noose, just talk about that. Don't talk about how there's a bunch of other things that could be nooses. Now you make the whole thing look crazy. But we'll move on. The phone lines are jumping. I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. Y'all hang tight. 480, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Is it else? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? It's Jonathan. All right. Hey, um, quick, quick note on the, the Israel comment from the last caller. I thought it was pretty interesting. I was just joking around with my friend about how I see all these leftist activists supporting people that really hate that they exist as like trans and gay people. I just thought it was so puzzling that people are so against the Israeli people, but they really don't understand that those are the only people in that conflict that respect that they exist. Right, right on. But, um, so I've been meaning to call you for a sec. I always hear whenever Denver is brought up, that's like where I live right now, like most people have a negative, like, outlook on what we're doing out in Denver. And I kind of wanted to just question why, because it's usually brought up in a negative way. Well, I mean, from my point of view, people tell me that things that are happening in Denver are not going very well. I'm not saying that things are bad. I'm just saying what I'm being told. People say that they live in Denver and whenever, like right, right when they made weed legal, things went downhill because of all the crackheads that came out there just trying to be drug tourists. That's that's what that's what they tell me. I'm not saying it because I don't I don't live in Denver. I never I never been to Denver before. But that's what I'm being told by people that live there. No, fair enough. I mean, I can comment on that. There's definitely quite a bit more homeless people like the longer I've lived here. But I just thought on a ideological thing that it is like one of the freest places on the planet. So I would have thought that more people on the right would kind of look at it from a libertarian sense that you're kind of allowed to do whatever you want. Like that is a very free and just place to live in that way. Well, I mean, at a certain point it's like, when do we have governance? When do we have rules? I think we still need to have rules and some kind of governance. I don't want the government to be all in my life and dictating everything, but I don't want to have crackheads building up little crack cuts outside my house either. I don't want that to happen. I want to have a, 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 a secure place but at the same time, I want some freedom. I want to balance in between security and just 
doing whatever you want to do as a person. You know, I don't want anybody to come in front of my house and just cop a squat right there and be like, well, I'm a free man. I could do what I want. I don't want that. I want a civil society, basically. Yeah, no, fair enough. I just wanted to ask because I've brought up every now and then. I know you guys have got more callers, so I enjoy your time. I love the show. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, freedom is all good. I like to have freedom, but it's got to be a balance. You know, I can't just go to City Hall right now, just drop my drawers and just do the right there. I can't do that, you know, because that's not that's not living in a civil society. You shouldn't want to do that, right? But once you got these these crackheads that come to your area looking for drugs and whatever, and to live that kind of that kind of you know dangerous lifestyle. They'll do things like that. So you, you, you don't want that in your society. Or you, you shouldn't want it, at least in your society. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the silly one for wanting a civil society. But I digress. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Let's go. Uh, six, six, one, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, this is Jackson. I'm the second time caller. All right, man. Uh, what's happening? I want to, uh, yeah. I want to first talk about you know Pride Month and like how miraculously it's like you know it's all silent and then June first hit. It's like oh yeah, all this gay pride stuff, trans pride stuff, this that and etc. Just like like you know with the the Blues Clues stuff. So it's like they're trying to recruit kids because like you know gay people can't have kids they have to do like mm. extra steps for that to happen yeah, so, that's, like, that's, that's a good point since you, you the, can't the straight the straight kids you said like, what oh, now yeah, come on our side come on our side it's like a like a singularity it's like hey or, or a better analogy but like that scene from it where the clown was like from the sewer it's like hey kid come down it's all safe down here right no doubt yeah, and it, and it, it like pulls them down in this uh, spiral of uh, degeneracy. You made you made a good point though about how gay people can't have kids. So since they can't have kids, yeah. they they try to influence them from the outside. They they try to adopt as well, but um, they 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 find they have more success by being able to influence from the outside by being able to control media and things of that nature to make them into what they want them to be to, to recruit. That's what I was saying. Um, if a person wants to be an adult and do that, okay, that's their business. I'm fine. I don't care what you do in your own house as an adult. If you have two consenting adults, that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. As long as you ain't breaking no laws and nothing crazy, but you shouldn't be trying to recruit children. And that's what a lot of these television shows and whatnot come off as. And also some of the products, that are being sold, uh, the, the Kellogg's, the, the cereal with the, the LGBTQ, ABCDFG messaging on it, it's, it's just going way too far. Exactly. And it's just like, it's like this is just borderline indoctrination propaganda. Right on. And then uh, secondly, I'll, I'd like to comment on Biden's comments. So it's like, all right, what's next? Is he going to say, it's like, oh, yeah, black, uh, you know, uh, Black people can't do two plus two. They think it's six. When we all know it's seven. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised because that's pretty much uh, common core right there. 
Two plus two, well, I don't know. Let's <laughs> let's figure out what two plus two thinks. Let's figure out what it feels, and we get to the answer that way. Why is two plus two? Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, lastly, about, uh, I want to leave off on this note. Um, when you, you're mentioning about, like, you know, like mixed race, and it's like, oh, yeah, what are you? It's like, um, I'm mixed race myself, and like when I have to say when I was younger, I was like, you know, I used to have no issue. It's like, oh yeah, I'm mixed with this and this and this. But then it's like now as I'm older, I'm like, like ah, I'm American. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's that's perfectly fine with me. I mean, I don't see why anybody have a problem with that. It's like, look, man, I'm American. Just leave it at that. And I'm 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 me. My my, my name is my name. I'm American. Take that. Pretty much. And it's like um uh. And that was like, you know, like a, it was like a minor thing I had to deal with when I was in high school. Cause like, you know, I'm mixed with the black and Mexican and it's like, you know, I had some of my friends like, Oh yeah, I'm glad you don't act uh, black. And I was like, what do you mean act black? I'm, I'm me first and foremost. Right on. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for taking my call. I right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All righty. We got the call lines off the hook. We're going to get to as many as possible. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hey, I want to say to you, happy Pride Month. <laughs> I am proud to be heterosexual. Uh, there, there you go. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in 2005, I actually went to a gay pride parade. You know, back then, then, when it was actually called Gay Pride. I was 19 at the time. And actually walking through there and hearing some 40-year-old men hollering at me, I could tell that there's some type of pedophilia that oh, could be going on in that oh, area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's rampant in places like that. Rampant. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, have you... Oh, what's that saying called? Vanessa Castro or something, the woman who sung who sung that song "A Thousand Miles." Yeah, yeah. Have you heard her response when people told her about Young and Ace sampled her song? Oh yeah, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Now, I saw like a, a thumbnail of a video, but I didn't watch it because to, to anybody that doesn't know, um, Young and Ace has this song that sampled hers. It's like this really kind of super poppy white type of, you know, like think Ashley Simpson or something real, real poppy and just like flowers, real girly, right? Girly song. And this rapper took it and was rapping over this really soft and girly beat talking about guys that he didn't kill, basically. And she had the sample and she allowed them to use it. So she cleared the sample for them to use. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, her fans told her about that, told her that, hey, do you know what they actually said in their song? Because in Young and Ace song, if y'all don't know, they personally said the people name that they killed. And not only that, they actually put their name actually on the video for everybody to know who who the person is, who the people are. She back, she supported them. 
and saying that the people who are complaining are racist. Oh, wow. 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 That's crazy. So people are complaining that her song is like real bubblegum, poppy, real soft and girly, like teeny bopper type stuff is being used to promote actual, like actual murders, not just, oh, I want to kill you. Nah, these guys are dead for real in real life. And they're being spoken about. They're being dissed on this song. And people are saying, hey, that's not really a good thing. They're calling them racist. She's, she's calling them racist. Yes, she called them racist. In fact, if you check her Twitter, she complained about She told them that all the people who are complaining, read this article. And it's basically an article that talked about how we stole the black, how white people stole the black culture or something like that. And yeah, calling racist. And then he, she put out a second tweet saying that, well, what about this song with, it's a Quentin, Quentin Tarantino movie where they played a, a song in the background while somebody was getting their ear chopped off. And she's trying to say that, well, y'all didn't, y'all didn't have a problem with Quentin Tarantino doing this, but you have a problem with Young and Ace doing this. I'm like, that's no comparison with Young and Ace. He's actually talking about people that his gang murdered while in a Quentin Tarantino movie, there's really nothing to it. Just somebody, somebody getting tortured in the back while the song is playing. It, fantasy versus reality, you know that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But anyway, the last thing I want to talk about: Have you heard what happened to King Randall? Well, I've been hearing about they. He was trying to get the school built in Atlanta, and they were blocking him. Yeah, well, they they finally did. They finally did block him. Uh, that school that he purchased. Come to find out that they put so many restrictions on uh, on that purchase, and then seven months later they said, "Okay, well, we just want to tear it down." The crazy thing is that the superintendent that blocked it is a black man. <laughs> yeah, and they said that it's because of competition. I'm like, who are who is King Randall competing against? He is taking boys who are who were incarcerated. That probably can't go back to those public schools, and you call and you saying that he's making competition. That's crazy. Yeah, and also, people talk about how uh, it's a systemic racism. It's preventing black people from becoming successful. When you have a black superintendent stopping another black man, helping black boys out because. He's afraid of competition. There you have it. There, yeah. there you have it. Anyway, I mean, people people need to stop trying to make white people think that they're racist over this implicit bias and just realize that we're, we're actually holding ourselves back. It's not the system. It's us. And we need to try to fix ourselves before we try to uh, try to talk about other people. All right. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. Great call from my man, Victor. Great call. So to get back to Vanessa Carlton, the song is a thousand miles. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Real poppy, real girly. And then these guys, Spin the Benz. The, these guys' names are Spin the Benz, Wapa with the Chopper, Young and Ace and Fast Money Goon. These are these guys' names. If you ever seen Florida rappers, they got these. They, 
hairstyles called sticks. It's like dreads that go out like this, like Lisa Simpson, Bart Simpson. And then they 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 changed it into who I smoke. So hold on. So it starts. Let me see if I can put this on the screen. I am gonna put it on the screen, but I can't really play it too much. So it starts. Can I put it on the screen or nah? There we go. Thanks. So it starts. They're at this golf course. And you know, they're just kind of chilling. You know, with cigars and whatnot. It's like some real soft music playing. And then and now I you hear the song? If I could fall into- so that's a song that they are rapping over. And they talk about people that didn't kill or they gained and killed. Like people that are actually dead in real life. Now, this ain't no rap song. This, this is like, yeah, I killed him. He's dead over there. You find him in the bushes over there. And then if you were to go look over there, he's dead over there. So that's why people are saying, hey, you, pr- you probably uh, shouldn't allow these guys to use your song like that to confess murders. He's dead, never coming back. The ambulance couldn't save him. The, the, the EMTs couldn't save him. That's what they're talking about. These guys are crazy. And then this, this is how a lot of these guys are rapping nowadays because everybody wants to rap, right? Everybody want to be a rapper. And how are you gonna make a live? How are you gonna make a name for yourself? How are you, how are you gonna say something that's so crazy and so over the top that you get attention? Oh, I know. Be part of a gang, kill people, and rap about it. That's happening in Jacksonville where these guys are. It's happening in Memphis with uh, what's what's the boy's name? Um, uh, Pooh Shiesty. That's happening a little bit with them. That's happening all over the all over the country. But they want to talk about. And I say they, I mean the mainstream media, the politicals. They're talking about, oh, we got to get more investment. Investment in the what? Investment in the what? You tell me. Basketball courts? <laughs> Just stop the games. But anyway, I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Lock these little um, knuckleheads up. I ain't want to cuss, so I'll just move on. All right. 904, you're going to lie. Who am I speaking to? My name is Debbie. I'm from Jacksonville. All righty. What's happening? I just, I just wanted to uh, remark on um, the comment that the electrician made about the racial division. And I live in Jacksonville, so uh, the area I live is, is pretty mixed, um, white and black. And there, of course, is areas that are more white or more black. But um, where I live, you know, it's a pretty big area of Jacksonville. And we, I don't see a whole lot of hating on each other when i'm out um i'm respectful and nice to people and you know black people whether they're white or black they're respectful and nice to me so i think that you know they're blowing this up to kind of keep people on edge because at first i was really on edge but i'm not seeing it right yeah i'm with you so and um that's really all I wanted to say. I, I really appreciate you uh, fighting for our country. I think you're doing a huge patriotic service. It's, um, I appreciate you very much, and I appreciate you taking my call. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Have a great night. Yeah, most people, they're not really on this, this hate stuff. You, you got some people that want to just be antisocial, be against society, but regular normies are just trying to go to work every day and do their thing and raise the kids and just live life. They're not really going to be on this weird stuff that 
others are on. That's just not what's happening. It is what it is. All right. So let's get to some more here. Um, let's try. All right. The phone lines are, 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 are blowing up. 509, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. Uh, this is Kyle. I'm based out of Rhode Island right now. All righty. What's going on? Uh, not much. I just wanted to reach out to you, explain a little bit about like my childhood growing up in uh, Oakland, California as a white kid. Uh, really talk about how uh, racism is based on uh, tribalism, really. Uh, and they can get people in these tribalistic, uh, you know, mindset. They can get people to do almost anything. Like, for example, one day I was walking out of school in Oakland and uh, I had a kid. He was wearing, you know, glasses that are about half a centimeter thick. And he just points at, he points like five degrees left of me and he goes, that's the kid that called me the N-word. And he was looking about 15 degrees left of me. And there were 50 kids he had lined up there ready to, you know, ready to put a beat down on the kid. And, uh, you know, I was 13 at the time and I, uh, I, I responded immediately by saying, what, do you think all white people look the same or something? Uh, cause I'm assuming, you know, maybe someone said something to him and, you know, but, uh, I remember just getting kicked on the ground for like, you know, I don't know until I went unconscious, but, uh, I just remember thinking that, man, this is what black people, you know, must've felt like to be a, a black guy back, you know, when white people were racist, uh, you know, when a, a white guy would come up to you and be like, he slept with a white woman and they'd all be like, get him. You know, and they wouldn't think for themselves. And, uh, man, that was just, just a rough part of my childhood. And, I, you know, living there, I get jumped consistently mm-hmm. for just being white. And right. uh, it's just, uh, like, I always knew, like, CNN, you know. I actually, I didn't really know because I was a kid and I didn't really watch the news. I didn't really know about racism at that time. But as soon as that happened, I really woke up to the fact that, you know, CNN and the news and like these, how they get people angry and people, when they get angry and they get in those tribalistic, you know, they get in those groups, they don't really think they just, that kid that day was judge, jury and executioner. I mean, there was, there was no, uh, you know, there was no logical reason for it. And, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people, like not that many people get experienced life from that perspective of being, you know, a white minority in a neighborhood like that. But uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there, man, with all this crazy stuff going on nowadays. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I love your show. I appreciate what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I just, just wanted to throw that out there, that story. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Man, you too. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I've heard that a lot. Coming up in these black areas, like where I'm from, to see a white guy, like really when I was a kid, especially, like when I got to be up, I say up until high school, to even see a light-skinned person in the hood where I'm from was rare. That was like seeing Santa Claus in real life coming down your chimney. So a white person, it was just like, 
I, I knew guys that if you were white, you would just get beat up on site. Just because, just because, just because you're white. On site. No questions asked. And it's really a shame. But that happens a lot. And don't nobody really care about that. It's just like, you know, when you see in society, it's like the, the, the black man's always a victim and never does anything wrong. It's just weird. I feel like if you do something wrong, it shouldn't matter what you are, black, white, Puerto Rican candy stripe. If you're wrong, you're wrong, and that's it. It shouldn't really matter nothing about the race. Because just in the same way, in the same hood, it wouldn't be just the white guys that get jumped for no reason. Black guys, too. I done seen black girls get beat up by, by men, unfortunately. Well, I've heard about it. I've not really been there where it's like somebody I know and beating some girl down. That never happened. But, you know, it'd be, you'd be in school and it'd be a fight somewhere. Like, you go into your class and then over here in this little corner is somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how that happens. But it's a shame. And um, people want to, they want to focus on other things that aren't really related to the problem at hand rather than the problem at hand. All right, let's get to some more. Two four oh, you're in a line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, my name is Zay. I'm from Maryland. Um, I just wanted to call to talk about the like the rappers who are like trying to be gangster or whatever. Um, I just wanted to say that I know somebody who actually like was a part of that lifestyle and um actually com- committed a murder. Hold on, hold on, hold on, what, hold on before, 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 you, before you go any further. I got some feedback mm-hmm. in the background. Turn your speakers on for me, please. Oh, my name is Zay. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? I hear you well. So now you're talking about this this whole rap lifestyle, and you know a guy that committed a murder? Is that what you said? Yeah. All right. Like so. being caught up in that life. Um, it's crazy because we, like, went to church together. We grew up together in a church. Um, his grandfather is, like, a pastor like all that stuff so growing up you know through middle school and that and everything it was pretty crazy to see like the lifestyle that he went down like knowing his family and stuff like that so i just find find it just crazy how people who want to be rappers nowadays who think that's a career who don't even grow up in that lifestyle wants to be in that lifestyle and now he's in prison for the rest of his life and it's just kind of sad to see so I just wanted to speak on that and just say my point of view from actually seeing it firsthand. So you say, you say from Maryland, you're talking about like mm-hmm. DC, Baltimore, like PG County, PG P- County. PG, okay. PG. So yeah. was it like a nice neighborhood kind of rough? Like what was it when you were growing up? Um, I grew up in a good neighborhood, the suburbs, um, like close to Eleanor Roosevelt high school area. Okay. The college park area. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, Murder was actually in Bowie, um, wow. so that was yeah the crazy part. It's like not even in Southeast or anywhere that's crazy like Bowie, Maryland. So I just find it like you know crazy because I actually had a family member who was murdered in Southeast um, DC. So just to just see all this stuff going on, I just you know I try to stay away from it, but for it to be close to home like that, it's really crazy. Yeah, that, that's that's really crazy, and this kind of goes to what I was saying earlier, or what others have been saying earlier. A lot of these kids want to get involved in that 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 right lifestyle. They want to be all cool and all this and that, but this is real. This ain't Call of Duty. You can't start over. And nah, this is real. You do something like that, 
it it can be over. And some parents think that it won't happen to them because they they had had their kids in the church in a nice area, but they got to be active and involved with the kids are going through and what they're taking in and how they're acting because all it takes is just a wrong move, wrong decision. And then you end up killing somebody and buoy all places in the world where it's not even like that. But people get caught up in that lifestyle and they really want to live it. So it's very unfortunate that it happens. But hopefully, going forward, this won't really be an issue. And people will start to take life a little bit more seriously. Won't be so caught up in trying to follow trends. Hopefully. Yeah, it is crazy. Well, and I don't want to put their business out there, but, you know, their parents wasn't involved. Their dad was in prison as well. So uh, it's like, yeah. you know, they follow that effect. And, you know, it's sad, but I try to stay away from it. You know, I'm trying to do better within this community because living in PG County, it's, you know, it's getting pretty crazy out here um, with everything that's going on. So that's, that's all I just wanted to say. I just wanted to sleep on that. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. My sister says hi. She she got me on to you. Like she got me hip to you. So I I was like so I'll be trying to call all the time. So I'm just happy to just be on, be on here. <laughs> thank y'all for coming. I appreciate y'all. All right, thank you. Bye. Right, <laughs> all right. So shout out to them out there in PG. I know a little bit about PG. I know about Southeast too. Um, my uncle and my aunt they live in Southeast. Where they where they did live in Southeast, they passed away. They were, they were up there in age. They were like in their late eighties. But, um, my uncle, not my uncle, pardon me. My cousin was like my uncle's age. My cousin lived out there in PG. I got a lot of family in PG. I got family in Bowie too. And Bowie, that's not even the kind of place. It's like suburbia, you know, it's not even, you know, but a lot of these kids are getting it wrapped up in their lifestyle. Um, Charleston White, shout out to him. You guys may have seen him on the YouTubes, but Charleston White speaks on that. He talks about how his mom, Gave him everything he wanted. He did not have a rough childhood. He just wanted to go out there and be tough, rough, rough like everybody else. He wanted to be like a game banger. He, he wanted to get involved in the lifestyle, although there was no need for him to do that. It, it wasn't even a thing like, okay, I'm, I'm homeless as a 12-year-old. It was like, I just want to be down because I want to be cool. I want to be like the, the rest of the kids that are out there doing whatever they're doing. So he got involved with it. And then they end up going to prison for no reason. Now, I'm not saying because you live in a bad neighborhood, that's an excuse to go out there and do something wrong. But these kids that grow up in a nice environment, it's like, why would you even put yourself out there like that? You're not even in a situation where you have to really be around it. So why would you purposely go there, be around it, and then go down that path? A lot of these kids are kind of lost. They just want to find some kind of direction. They want to find some purpose. And then they get caught up in that. But these kids got to stop, man. Like I say, it ain't Call of Duty because make one false move, it's a wrap, and you're not going to come back. And you know what? Lucky he ain't dead because a lot of these guys end up killed like that, trying to be, you know, gangsters. But, yeah, really unfortunate. Let's get to some more here. Hold on. Let's go. All right, you online. Call them. Let's make it to 407. Yes, it's Mr. Logan. Yes, it is. And I got a little bit of feedback in the background. Turn your speakers down for me, please. Okay, we did that. Um, I wanted to call you about the Convention of States, about what it is and what it isn't, and quickly explain it to you. Okay. Okay. What it isn't, it's not about succession of the state. What it is, it's about um, Article 5 of the Constitution. And what happens is... 34 of the states can agree, their legislatures, 
to hold a convention. And they meet, and then they, the point is to add amendments to the Constitution. They're very focused. It has to be very focused about what they're going to do. So they can't just meet and just sit there and talk. They have to have a pretty good idea of what they're going to go for before they hold the convention. What they're doing right now is um, they're focusing on three things, and that is term limitations for the legislature, the federal legislature, a balanced budget, and protection of states' rights. Those are the three main things that they're focusing on that they want to meet about and add amendments directly to the Constitution. Now, it takes 34 states to meet, to have a convention, and 38 to have the amendments placed in on with the other amendments on the Constitution. They have about 40 states now that have either passed the resolution already or they have passed part of it, either the Senate or the, their House of Representatives have passed it, or they're designing the legislation to pass it. So there's quite a few states that have passed it already. Um, it could be your state passed it already too. Now, to check and see if your state has passed it yet, all you have to do is go to the Convention of the State's website and take a look at the map. And also there's a lot of information about the Convention of States, but it is Article 5 in the Constitution, and it's something that could get us where we want to go. And that's putting the power of the country back into the hands of the people instead of career politicians. So it's something worthwhile, it's real, and it's actually happening. So I encourage you to take a look at it, and I encourage all your listeners to take a look at it too if they care about the republic. So that's what it's about, and thank you for answering my call. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Great call. I didn't know that, so I got an education tonight. So I appreciate him for that one. Right on. And thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, go ahead, give me a thumbs up on the video, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Subscribing is 100% free. Go ahead and do that right now. I'd appreciate it if you did. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. If you went and get in through Skype, there's an email for that in the description box below. Check it out. So basically what he was saying is the convention of the states get together and then their purpose is to add um, to the Constitution. They want to amend it. So that's kind of what I got from it. And it's just trying to trying to get that process kickstarted, and that's really what it is. It's not it's not about secession. I thought it was about states trying to get together to secede and form their own country, but that's not what it is. They're trying to get some amendments going on to the Constitution. That's what it is. Okay, let's get to some more here. All right, and the phone lines are jumping. I'm gonna try to get to them as soon as possible. Eight five seven, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? This is Dr. Logan. All right, let's stop playing no games. What's happening? Well, I just told you Dr. Logan. I just called you Dr. Logan. So, Dr. Logan, uh, I was very concerned. I was, you know, I heard the, the, uh, you and Brandon Tate and the, uh, 
about the massacre. And I was I was wondering, do you work with uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hannibal Johnson? He's one of the is uh, a journalist. I've been doing journalism since the 1960s. Do you work with him? Was working in the uh, massacre, and he's one of the first one to call it a massacre. Do you work with him? I don't I don't know who that is. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, you don't know who that is? Okay. I, I suggest you should read his books about what happened in Tulsa that that day. And then you could educate yourself a little bit more. You, you know. I know what happened that day. It's an old story. Okay, so, I've been hearing it about my whole life. So don't, don't try to educate me. Oh, your whole life. Okay. So you, you don't know who, do you know who Dr. Gates is? Who? Dr. Gates. Nah, Harvard who's that? University. Huh? African-American studies. What about him? Okay. He, he have another uh, good piece about what happened and how it was revealed and the, the attack came from the government, apparently. They have good evidence of that. They can't really prove it. But oh, so they can't prove it. Okay. So what's, what is your point? Yeah. That's my point, that you, you should do more research before you I know. Well, I, I, know I, know, I, know the, I know the story. I've heard it all my life. There's you don't know in... the story, Sam. So you what, what did I say don't... that was wrong? But, uh, that's okay. I, I don't want to waste that. So uh, I exactly. I go back to the... Uh, I, want, I don't want to read the story. No, no, no. You're sitting here saying that I got my story. I need, I need, I need to do more research. What did I get wrong? You got the whole story wrong. You so say that be, be specific. What did I get wrong? Happened, you got the story wrong, but I don't, I don't want to talk about uh, that. Exactly, I, because, I, because, I, you know, that. because you know I didn't get anything wrong. The story I said is 100% correct. Now, if I said something that's wrong, you got to say, hey, you got that wrong, and then we could talk about it. But since I didn't get anything wrong, then you can't say that. So now you want to move on. So go ahead. Okay, let's move on. I don't want to guess. Okay. I, I know that's what you like for your audience to see. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. There. But uh, no, you say you say you want to move on. So let's move on. Now you want to keep on going and throw little ad hominems out there. If you want to argue the situation, if you want to argue my story that I know, then we could do that. But if you don't, move on. Sure, come on. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. Let's. Okay, okay. So can you tell me what is the connection with the police department being defunded and the spike of crime. Well, with the police are being defunded, that's going to be less police force out there. So with less police out there, with fewer police officers out there, you're going to have a, a reduced ability to be proactive in policing and less of a deterrent for the criminals because if the police aren't really patrolling as much, if they're late to respond, then they're more emboldened to go out there and commit crime. A prime example is a whole okay. Chaz Chop situation where the police were ran away from the situation. They couldn't be there. They couldn't respond. Now you got okay, two black. Good. Not now. I'm not. I'm not done. Now you got two dead black kids out there that were killed by those that were so-called patrolling the area that were not police. Now, if that, if the officers were still allowed to be there in their precinct out there in Seattle, if that whole zone wasn't right there, then maybe that wouldn't have happened. See, that's how that's how it goes. Portland has an eight hundred percent increase in homicide. Let me, let me talk, let me eight hundred eight hundred percent increase in homicide. Eight hundred percent. Atlanta, fifty percent increase in homicide. Come on, let's let's just use a so, use a brain for a minute. So so okay, so you know you finish, you finish. Okay. Go ahead. Do you do any research? Let me let me ask you a question. Do you do any research concerning about the amount of police officers are being laid off, amount of overtime hours are being cut? Amount of uh, 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 gang units, uh, drug units, or any type of source from police departments that are being caught, that are being laid off. 
Well, I've already seen that in New York. They cut the gang unit. No, no, I saw that I happen. No, question. no, no. You I'm asked the question you. because what you wanted to do was what you thought I was going to say was no. You thought I was going to say, no, I don't know anything about that. Well, yes, I do know about that. Okay. They've cut the gang unit in New York. Oh, they, they've cut. I'm talking. And when I talk, no one can hear you at all. And I can't either. So oh, you're wasting so your nice. breath. Now, in New York, they cut the gang unit. They did that. And because of the virus, allegedly, they have the no cash parole. So you could just get, it's like catch and release. So they're doing that in New York city. And of course the crime has skyrocketed as a result. I know guys down in Atlanta that are officers. And a lot of guys are just saying, you know what? I'm going to just call in sick in Minneapolis. There's quite a few people. I forget what the percentage was, but it's quite a few people that have either um, called off on, like I said, it got PTSD and things of that nature. So they're on permanent medical leave and or they've retired. That's happening a lot right now in New York City. Uh, Chicago is happening. And Portland is happening. Seattle is happening. L.A. is happening all over the country. This is not a thing that I just made up. These are actual numbers and statistics you can look up very easily. And things that I said can be proven very easily. So what do you say about that? But you know what? If you're talking while I'm talking, you can't listen at the same time. So you can go ahead and talk without actually listening to what I said. But you know what? If you're talking at the same time I'm talking, you can't hear. So go ahead. You got the floor. Police Department, New York Police Department. What? And Georgia Police Department. No police officers being laid off. Zero. <laughs> I just I just told you they just they dismantled the gang unit in New York City. They, they dismantled the gang unit. I just told you that. What unit? No police officer being laid off. They zero. dismantled, sir. They dismantled you the gang unit. You're not zero? listening. You know what a zero is? Huh? You know the number zero? What about it? No police officer being laid off. Okay, so now, they're gonna so they're gonna take so they're gonna take that is different. So they're gonna police. take hundred million dollars from the police and nobody's gonna get uh laid off or reassigned or there won't be fewer officers on the street. That's not gonna happen. Is that is that what you think? How can you take that much money from the police department and not have anyone lose their job or get forced into early retirement? How is that possible? What are you talking about? All right, you're not listening. I don't got time for the, the, the nonsense. Bye. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Ivan, got your vulture. Yeah, man, you got to go back. Wherever you came from, man, you got to go back. Go back to the hole on the ground. Hey, the, the, the police, how, how do you explain an 800% increase in the homicide rate in Portland? 50% Atlanta, 30% Chicago, what, 30, 20% LA? All over the nation, it's the same story. Everywhere. All right. So let's get to some more here. The number to call 434-658-1220. Let's go. 773 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. Hey. What's happening? First off, well, a lot's happening, as you pretty much know. I first like to say that that there's pretty much over a thousand emails uh, Fauci that goes back to like 2019 and maybe further back to 2011 of this whole funding of the labs and experimenting on in Wuhan, China, which I think you may need to do an entire separate show on to kind of go through all the details of the letters if you understand the context of it. <clears throat> but I will say for for what they're doing for right now for Pride Month is pretty much child abuse 
abuse and pretty much borderline pedophilia. Have you seen that that video of them teaching first graders how to masturbate? Yeah, let's 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 not let's not talk about that. But I have seen that. <laughs> well, I've seen it on Tommy Sotomayor's video, and I've only read about it. And the excuse they're making for for the woman who made it up is borderline borderline ridiculous because if the genders were reversed and a man was doing it, you already know they'll be pretty much fired instantly. Yeah, right, correct. <laughs> but you do agree that this is borderline child abuse though. We got you got you got, you got to move on from that one. So that's a little bit too much, so we gotta move on from that particular topic. Okay, well all I can say see every single parent out there is to sue the school and withdraw their kids if that's what they're going to be teaching them in the first place. Right, no doubt. But as it goes with, as it goes with Fauci, Fauci though, I really think, think a lot of people need to kind of demand for his head at this point because he's lied to us since the beginning and, and now he's trying to do, do this for a book deal which now has been withdrawn from Amazon. Yeah, um, it's everywhere too. A lot of other places, the book got withdrawn. Talking about Fauci's book because of the emails. Well, they say that they just inadvertently released it for pre-order. That doesn't make any sense. These things are not inadvertent. You don't do that across multiple platforms by accident. This is a thing that they plan out a long time in advance. So, no, it was not an accident. What was an accident was that the, the emails that came out and now you have uh, Fauci looking kind of crazy. So now they got to go and take their book back because they're going to get flamed up. Okay, well, check out, check out Tucker Carlson's video about it and take a look at the website Zero Hedge because it's not just Fauci alone. It's pretty much all these big tech companies involved with this whole censorship of this information in the first place, which we already knew months in advance that it was pretty much BS to begin with. Right. But I do think, think that Fauci, Fauci needs to be labeled for the type of murderer he is. And what? I really think that the Obamas and Biden need to pay as well because they have some ties to this. Right. Okay. And can you please, please take some in-depth look into the audit because there's a lot happening. I'm not interested. I promise I'm not. Like, with the audit, like, I'll be interested when they get to a conclusion. But as of right now, I mean, it's just so much stuff, so many different updates. I want them to conclude it. Once once they conclude it, I'm going to look into it. I promise you. Okay. Well, the Arizona one is pretty heating up, and it's in a Thursday now. Check out the Gateway Pundit if you're interested. Okay. Okay. Have a nice evening. I right, thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah, the audits, I mean, I've not been following those because it's just I don't, I don't want to get caught up with false hope. I just want them to conclude it. And then once they conclude it, I'll look into it and be like, okay, this is what happened. That's what happened. But the, the ongoing stuff with no conclusion, conclude it, you know, finish it, figure it out. And we go about it that way.
804, you're online. Who am I speaking to? 804, hello. Can't hear you, boss. Going once, going twice. Sorry, 804. The phone's not really, it's not, it's not, it's not cracking. I already called you on the line. I'm speaking to 614. Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Sam from Ohio. All right, what's going on? Um, I was wondering if I could uh, talk to you about trans issues today. Oh, boy. Okay, so where, where are we going with this? I mean, I don't want to get too weird. Uh, so. let's, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's make it a little bit more specific. Oh, well, first, I don't know if you remember me. I called uh, like a, three weeks back. Uh, I called about... Uh, systemic racism. Uh, it's probably, uh, you probably talked to so many people, you probably don't remember, but I did talk to you before once. Uh, so uh, I'd like to talk about um, more specifically, um, this happened a little bit ago, but did you see the bill in um, Arkansas that blocked uh, puberty blockers for children? I, I did hear about that, yes. Um, so how did you feel about that for, uh, like denying puberty blockers for trans children or, uh, um, and, uh, yeah, how'd you feel about that? I think it's great. Cause I don't think kids should be, I don't think kids should be able to do a thing like that because let's, let's be consistent here. If you are under the age of 18, you can't smoke a cigarette. You can't drink beer. You can't, uh, go fight in the war for the most part, if I'm not mistaken, 17, 18, but anyway, you can't go fight in the war, can't smoke cigarettes, can't drink beer. You can't do a lot of things. So you shouldn't be able to make a life-altering decision like that at a young age. Now, if you yeah. want to get to be an adult and do things like that, I have no problem. Do whatever you want to do. But as a child, no way. Well, I'm not saying they should get sex reassignment surgery. I'm saying puberty blockers. Puberty blockers aren't a life-changing uh, um, choice. They're completely reversible we've been using them since the 1970s for thyroid gland disorders so they're perfectly fine so if, if it's reversible what's the point in doing it why don't you do it when you get to be older well, it's because it's because when you're an 11 year old child or 12 year old child right around when you start puberty you don't want to have that the gender that gender certain gender is puberty because um you want to be able to go you want to be able to take puberty blockers not have the uh that puberty then you can, when you're older, you can start taking HRT. And then when you're 18 or above, you can have sex reassignment surgery. How, how about this though? How about this? How, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's slow down. Slow, slow down. Slow it down. So what if you get to be, okay, you take puberty blockers, right? You're 11 years old. What if you get to be 13 and say, you, know, you don't want to do it no more, but you already been, you already, you already done this for these amount of years. That, that's going to damage you in a lot of different ways. Not, I'm not even really saying necessarily the puberty blockers let's let's leave that over there for now if you are in society you go on to school and whatnot and you're on this medication to alter your puberty it's already awkward for you to go through that particular time now you've been on drugs to alter your puberty at 11 years old and you're still trying to go to school and be social and then you say no i don't want to do it anymore A, a, a large part of your development that you should have had while having a normal puberty has been lost, and you can't get it back. Mentally, it's going to it's going to damage you. Uh, suicide, you suicide, suicide. Pardon me, sir. Suicide is very high among trans people, and we all know that. And we don't want to have these kids be so confused at a very early age. 
wondering what they are already. So that's my point, but get to what you were saying. Yeah, so I want to acknowledge two things you said. One, um, you don't lose any part of your puberty. That's just not true. You said, um, you, you said, sir, you said that you don't want to have that gender's puberty. So if you're not having that gender's puberty, you're losing your normal puberty, correct? No, no, no. I'm saying you're, you're like, you're putting it off. So when you're taking puberty blockers, you're putting that puberty off to the side. And then if you decide you just, like you still don't want that puberty, then you start taking hormone replacement therapy, which give you um, the other the other um, puberty. So give you uh, like estrogen or testosterone, whatever you want. But if you if you take puberty blockers from 11 years old to 18 years old, um, they you could stop at 18 years old and you still have your normal puberty. It hits you like a truck, but you still have your normal puberty. Okay. So um, you're going to be, so listen, do you, do you hear yourself talking? So you're going to be 18 years old having puberty type. What type of sense that make? Like, how is that going to affect you in your I mean, normal everyday that's, life? That's like you, 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 wait a minute, oh, oh, you, you're, you're going to be in college having puberty. Does that make sense to you? You're supposed to have puberty at a certain time because your body is developing at the same time you have in your puberty. You're, you're growing, you're, your brain is growing, your, your, your bones and everything, growth spurts. That's supposed to be all at the same time. Naturally. Now you're trying to play God. You put in puberty, quote unquote, off until you get to be an adult. You gonna have you gonna have some problems. That's not normal. That's not natural. No, the thing is, we've been using this medicine since the nineteen seventies. Not just for trans people; it's for people who have thyroid gland disorders. We've been using it as a medicine to help treat diseases. Oh, so, for people it's that have medical people. people that have medical it's, problems, it's not, not just regular people, correct? Well, what, sorry, what you say? So those that have medical actual problems, people that are sick, people that have disorders, not just regular normies wanting to have cosmetic surgery, correct? I mean, you can use it for that as well. It doesn't really matter. No, no, you no. But you said, you said you we've been using it for people that have like actual medical problems, not for those that don't have actual medical problems. Well, I mean, or we, or we are you saying or are you saying that somebody that has somebody that wants to be a different gender has a medical problem? Is it a mental problem? Uh, gender dysphoria is a mental illness. Yes. Okay. Not so, trans, not transness in itself, but gender dysphoria. Yeah, it's a, it's a mental illness. So, if somebody does not have gender dysphoria and they want to become trans, then we're not doing a thing that's medical. We're doing a thing that's more cosmetic because it's, they don't have a medical problem. Well, it, it's not like they just say I'm trans and transition. That's not how it works. So, either they have a medical problem or not. So, which one is it? Do they always? Do, is it always? Do they always have a medical problem or no? If they don't, then it's purely just it's purely cosmetic. And you're talking about a medical procedure for those that have medical problems for cosmetic purposes. It's not it's not supposed to be that way. It's not for cosmetic purposes. Like ninety nine percent, I would say more than ninety nine percent. I would say almost all of these trans kids who want to transition have gender dysphoria, and um, they 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 seriously need to transition. It's not like they just say, you know, I'm trans. They tell their parents, you know, I'm trans, and then they transition. That's not how it works. Uh, they okay. go through from a young age. They go to a um, therapist first. Then they have they go through years of um, psychiatric um, evaluation with uh, child professional child psychologists um, who go. It's not and not just one. It's multiple. You have to get multiple. It's not just one. And then after you're done with years of that, they, they put you on puberty blockers. And that's after years of just psychiatric evaluation. And then at, when you're on puberty blockers, they're still looking at you and they're still seeing if you're, if you have gender dysphoria, if you're trans or not. 
it's not just you say you're trans and you transition. That's not how it works. They're professionals who who make sure it's the right it's the right call in the situation. It's not parents, not the kid deciding. It's the medical professional. All right. Okay. Now now check it out. Let's let's just get down to brass tacks. Let's get let's get past all the nonsense. You ready? Yeah. If you're born a male, you can't become a female. Yeah, why not? X X or X Y. You can't you can't change yeah, that, can those you? Are, those are sex characteristics, aren't they? X X or X Y. You can't change that, can you? Yeah, but you're you're not changing your sex, are you? Well, what's the difference? Is 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 you male or female? That's it. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a huge difference between sex and gender. No, no, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not. Well, well, you're male. Well, well, listen, listen to me. Listen to me very well. You're male or female. That's it. You're trying to change well, this stuff. Listen, if you think that you could just become a different, listen, you're doing medical things to change your body, your physical body, but you actually can't. Because either XX or XY, that's it. I agree. I agree. Well, it's not always XX and XY. You know, there's some intersection. Whatever, but you know what I'm saying. For the most part, XX, XY. You male or female. You can can give birth normally if you don't got no medical problems and you can't. You got any or Audi. Male and female. Yeah, I agree. Sex is usually male or female. And that knows to say. So we're talking about gender reassignment and puberty blockers. Puberty relates to your actual... Gender XX or XY. No, you start, you start, you start menstruating. Listen, 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 listen. You start menstruating as a woman during this particular cycle. Men can't do that. So what are we talking about? Yeah. And that's huh? not, you know, do you know what a sign sex at birth is? Listen, XX or XY simple. And nothing else to it. That's it. Yes, I agree. That's I all agree. like really at, at that point, we can just shut it down. There's, there's no more to say. Well, women no, women can menstruate, men can't menstruate. The menstruation process happens during puberty. Women are born with eggs, <laughs> men are <laughs> not. It's, it's, it's like gender identity, right? There's no sex identity. There's gender identity because gender is something that humans came up with. It's not something that was just preordained, written in the 3,000-year-old right, right. so tablet. How many, at. okay, let's, let's, let's try this. How many genders are there? I mean, it's whatever. You, there's not a set number. I mean, whatever you want to identify. Is, is it? As, is, it is, is it? Is it twenty? Is it? Is it? Is it fifty? Is it a hundred? No, it's. it's is it infinite? Identifying as male or female? Huh? It's usually pe- people identifying as male or female. But you just said there's no. I, I you, wait, wait. You, you just said you just said it's no set number. number. So which one is it? Is it two or no set number? I don't think there is a set number. No. So what you just said was wrong. So again, how many of them are there? Is it is it more than two? I, I if there is a set number, I don't know what it is. So is there more than two? You said that it's not a set number. So either yeah, yeah, look, it, it, let's, let's let okay, hold on. Just, just hear me out. Hear me out. Here, here's the, here's the options: two or more than two. Which one? Yeah, I said more than two. Yeah. I think so if it, it, wait, so let's let's pause again. If there's more than two, then what are, what are we doing? When we talking about gender reassignment. Assignment to what gender? How can you how can well, you determine? Listen, no, ha, listen, 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 let's let's stop, let's stop, let's stop, let's stop. How can you determine what the medical procedure would be to go to a different gender if you don't even know what the genders are that exist? No, no, I can say you know what. Look, look, look. Hold on, listen, listen. I, I can say you know what. I am 
coconut water gender. That's my gender. Now, give me gender reassignment drugs. How are we going to do that? How are we going to make you in the coconut water gender? So you're talking about, you're saying, you're saying that there's only, there's gender and then there's sex. So if you have the gender reassignment surgery. There's no gender reassignment surgery. So there's not? No, it's sex reassignment surgery. Gender reassignment surgery is not a thing that exists. So, so when you have puberty blockers, what's that for? It's to stop puberty. What do you mean? But what's, what's the purpose of stopping puberty? So you can lead up to hormone replacement therapy and then sex reassignment surgery. But like, didn't we already establish that you can't change your sex? Can you? No, you can't change your sex. Yeah. So what are we, what are we even doing? If you, if you can't change your sex, what's the point? So you can change your gender. gender Listen, 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 I'm going to say it one last time. You don't know how many genders there are. So how are you going to listen? How are you going to say what you can actually transform into if you don't know what even exists what are you even doing you're taking drugs to stop puberty to become what you said that there's a bunch of different genders you can be we're, we're not going to agree on it until we until we discuss whether gender or sex are two different things because you're, you're no 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 we, we've already we, look I'm gonna I'm go ahead and end this in a minute but you you've already said that there's multiple genders you don't know how many but there's more than two and you said that sex is male or female I said, yo, you can't be a different, you can't, I said, I've said, I've said, you can't change your sex, male or female, X, 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 Y, you agreed with that. Then you said, well, it's not even about sex, it's about gender, correct? Huh? Yeah, because I believe sex and gender are two different things. Okay, so when somebody's going through puberty, um, the puberty blockers, they're leading up to changing their gender, but you don't know what the genders available are. So what's the point of taking these drugs? Like, what are we doing? How can you transform into a thing you don't even know exists? <laughs> if you're tra- if you're transitioning from male to female, right? All right, you know what? You already said you can't do that. How did I say you can't do that? I said if you're, tra- you're transgender, if you're transitioning your gender from male to female, I'm not saying you're changing your chromosomes. I'm not saying you're changing the biological processes processes inside you. Then you're changing your gender gender identity from male to female. Because gender is a social construct. We came up with it. We didn't so come up with if it, if it's if it's a, if it's if it's not real, how 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 are you doing real life things to do a thing that's not real? It's a way to identify people. You said that it's it's a made up thing. It's not even really real. Yeah, it, it, it it's it's not not made up. Well, humans did come up with it. Like See, you, you, you're talking in circles. This has been an interesting call, but I, I have to get to the next one. Thank you for the call. All right, brother. Nah. You're talking in circles. I'm saying, hey, you know what? You can't become a male or you can't you can't just become a different gender. You're XX or XY. You, you got the any or the Audi. You can have a baby or not. Normally. Oh, what's about gender? Well, look, you know what? I identify as coconut water. I identify as my sir, sir, so Murug. I identify as a baseball cap. That's what I identify as. Now, give me some drugs that'll make me into that. Then he wants to say, oh, what's about going from your fake gender of male to female? Well, how are you going to do real world things to transform your fake gender? How does that make sense? All right, but that's it. Let's get to some more. I'm getting triggered.
three four six you're on the line who am i speaking to oh abl this is uh liam from houston texas all righty what's going on all right man so let's go back and look you have a lot of patience i see what's going on here so anyways let's go back to the uh uh the electrician there that uh from the amazon center he was talking about uh uh the amazon center and the nooses the finding all the nooses and all that good stuff so uh Honestly, at this point, I would actually expect to see this kind of behavior uh, from corporations that fund the Democrats. I mean, um, if you really look back into the nature of the situation, all we see is everything kind of points back to them. Uh, so it wasn't really a question. I just want to shout out to you. Uh, thank you for everything you're doing for everybody. Uh, I watch you all the time. So anyways, what do you think about that? About what? About the, the the companies probably doing it themselves. Well, I mean, uh, for for example, there. So, the behavior coming from the Democrats and that Amazon is uh, uh, pretty much a corporation that I feel like it's funding the Democrats. I mean, just like you know other corporations, uh, this kind of behavior would be uh, natural to come from from that uh, area. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally surprised. I, I think that, I think the whole thing is bogus, though. I think this whole thing about the nooses is bogus. Uh, but you know, it, it could be some inside type of thing to get some attention. I'm not really sure why they would do that, but I, I think that somebody ran, ran their mouth off to the local media and then they covered it, and now it's a story. But it, it's not really a story. The, the whole thing is just kind of silly. But it's kind of ironic how a lot of these corporations, these big liberal type corporations get involved in stuff like this. So they get kind of wrapped up in it. That, that's kind of a strange thing, but I don't think it's really real. Even mm -hmm. though I'm not necessarily a big fan of some of these weird corporations, I don't think it's really a real thing at the end of it. Exactly, exactly. All right, man, I appreciate you taking my call. Uh, you have a good day now. Right, thank you for the call. Appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. All righty, let's get to a few more. I got a little bit of time left. Let's go 708 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, uh, Karen. All from righty. Chicago. All righty, what's happening? Oh, my God. I can't believe I got through. It's awesome. Oh, I'm glad you're on. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All righty, what's happening? Um... Am I, I'm not on right now, am Okay, I? What, what you got to do is do not watch the TV, turn that, turn that off, just listen to me on the okay, phone. Okay, I got, I got it off ABL. Oh, my God, I'm so happy to get through to you. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you. Well, I'm glad you I'm going to turn my TV off. I'm going to turn it off right now. Um, I was, I think I might be a little bit behind the times because I started your program a little bit later. I forgot you were on. Um, uh, talking about, oh, several things, but uh, first of all, the... The guy who was trying to, um, with the whole uh, hormone blockers and whatnot, I don't know what his credentials are, if he's a physician, a psychologist, or what he is. I mean, you ran that guy through the ringer, and he could not answer one simple question. There are two sexes, male, female. That's it. Yeah, there's an XXY somewhere in there, which is a chromosomal abnormality, but that normally manifests itself, I believe, in, in male characteristics on the outside. However, um, 
it's like when you ask the guy how how many genders, he's like, well, I don't know what the hell is gender anyway. <laughs> what does that even mean? I am so baffled. And then just looking at these these commercials, the the Blues Clues. You know what? Twenty years ago, I was doing Blues Clues with my kid. We're not talking about Blues Clues. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now we're, we've got the whole rainbow facility on board and I am just I'm so disheartened not not that I care about any of that it's just you know what don't be trying to push this nonsense down kids throats um the whole thing I think there was a a masturbation video that was shown to children in first grade somewhere in New York or God knows some progressive school somewhere um, but why, why are we, why are we putting that down children's throats? To me, that is not appropriate for a school, certainly not at that level of schooling to ever be teaching children. That is the job of parents. Parents are supposed to teach their children about the birds and the bees. Yeah, we all have the the, the health ed class and we all get that and we we're all going there and we get that when you're 15 16 years old but at four five six years old totally inappropriate um so that's all i have to say on that the other thing with the the whole thing with the nooses and oh my god i just i'm so frustrated with all of this manufactured nonsense uh, I think you did a video several weeks ago or whatever about the swing hanging in the backyard yeah. and somebody thought it was a noose and some utter nonsense that creates these outrageous waves of panic throughout the African-American community or black community, I'll say, because they're not African-American, they're black people, they're Americans, whatever. Um and I have biracial children and I'm dealing with all this nonsense and trying to, you know, hop back and forth on, Oh, well, you know, I, am I white? Uh, do I support the white community? Do I support the black community? How about we just support the whole freaking American community and stop all this nonsense going on in our country? I cannot believe the level of, of divisiveness that certain people in the media are just, Trying, they're, they are trying to tear this country apart. And while we are tearing ourselves apart from the inside out, China, Russia, Iran, North Korea are killing us from the outside in. And I just want to know your thoughts on all that ABL. So there you go. <laughs> oh, there's a whole lot there. I, I just say that. I know. I, I mean, I can't, I can't really add too much to it. You said it, you said it pretty well. But it is, there's a whole lot going on, and I think that people are they're, they're waking up, they're, they're seeing what's happening, and they're just not letting things happen the way they were before. This were years ago, things would go on, and nobody would really say that much because we wouldn't have access to all the information, but now we do, so we can, you know, do something for ourselves and really be aware of what's happening. We're not going to let some of this weird nonsense like Blue's Clues and other some of these these little weird freak shows get in the way and have us just raising the kids any kind of way. So I'm glad you're awake and see what's happening. Well, I'm glad I am too, and there. Are, I'm glad that there are people like you 
and uh, Candace and Brandom and Alan West and Carol Swain and, you know, Leo Terrell, other African-American voices out there that are speaking truth to this nonsense. Because honestly, I, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, as much as I don't like what the left is preaching, especially that devil Joy Reid over on MSNBC, their voice seems to be louder. And I don't know how we're ever going to get through to the American people. I, I'm really discouraged at this point because, you know, you, you just see all this craziness going on within our country. And it just seems like these agendas are getting pushed through. I mean, for instance, yesterday, ABL, I'll say this because I know you got lots of other callers. You know, President POTUS, uh, Mr. Racist in Chief, got up there and talked about how bad the country is in terms of race relations as regards to the um, situation that happened in Oklahoma 100 years ago. Totally not ever talking about any of his racist comments, his affiliation with uh, Senator Byrd, etc. So he castigated the entire um, white community in this country and tried to make us feel like we are culpable for what happened 100 years ago to people we don't know, never met. And yet, today, we have lawsuits going on because of that first lawsuit came out and i'm just like can we how is a wound ever going to heal if you keep picking at it and picking at it and picking at it it's never going to heal you have to put salve on it you have to be i i don't know i don't know abl but i just love you so much and I am, I can't believe I got through and I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a kid in a candy store and I know I'm talking too much and I probably sound like a nut and, and I'm not looking at the, the uh, script on your page because I have my TV turned off because you told me to shut up and turn my TV off and I did, but they're probably all saying like, oh, she's a nut, but I'm not. I am so thankful I got through to you and I feel like uh, I'm on uh, seventh heaven because I got to talk to you. Well, I thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye, Anthony. All right, now. All righty. That'd be right for the calls. Wow, 11 o'clock snuck up on me. I didn't know it was so late. Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate y'all. I, I really do. Uh, we got Super Chats on deck, but shout out to all you guys for, for watching, for commenting, for subscribing, for doing whatever you do. I really appreciate y'all. Um, hit that like button for me one time if you've not done so already. Go ahead, subscribe if you've not done so already. Also, uh, thank you to the mods for keeping them trolls in check as much as you can. You get some weirdos in here every now and again that wouldn't be on something different. But thank you all for keeping them, you know, away from the general population. You know, <laughs> so thank, thank you all for doing what you do. You guys are the best. And um, again, shout out to all the callers that called in and everybody watching. I couldn't do it without y'all. It's been a great show. Fantastic show. I got super chats to read right quick. I ain't going to wrap it up just right now. So give me about five to ten more minutes. And then I wrap it on up, put the bow right on the top. All righty. So, super chats. Let me get to those right quick. And, and thank you. Hold on. I see one right here. Thank you to Eunice who says, quality education on the ABL show. 
listen, 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 X, X, or X, Y. My kids are so proud of you, and so am I. Hey, I thank you for that, and, and shout out to y'all for watching. I appreciate y'all. You know, I, I just want to say this, you know, you're male or female, that's it. You might be some random, obscure case of intersex, but generally, the way population works is you're male or female. Ain't no identifying as, you know, a fake gender, male or female. You could you could do whatever kind of chemical stuff you want to do, whatever, that's fine, but you're not going to actually change your chromosomes, period. And if you're a child, altering your body and puberty blockers and stuff like that, that shouldn't be available. That, that shouldn't be available. If you can't smoke a cigarette under the age of 18, why can't you do something so drastic to your body, taking drugs to physically change when your puberty happens or to block it altogether? How can you do something like that if you can't even smoke a cigarette or drink a beer? I mean, using that same logic that this, that, that Stitman used, I should be able to go ahead and just, you know, get, get hammered on some steel reserve when I'm 10 years old. How about that? But I digress. All right. Super chats, and then I wrap it on up. Uh, let me see. Let's let's go back to where I was. Um, let's see. Where was I? Let's see. Let's see. Thank you to uh, Mountaineer 007 who says, ABL, do you think the military will back Trump? Should he be able to prove election fraud? I don't. I don't look at too much into that. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens when the time comes. I'll put it to you like that. I don't really look too much into the scenarios that could happen or whatnot. I'm just being honest. Um, thank you to Joe Ryder 84 who says, why do you think Kamala was put in as VP from your point of view? Well, Kamala was put there. Um, somebody said it. Matter of fact, it was Umar Johnson. Now, you're not going to see me cite Umar Johnson on this channel too much, but what he said, hey, man, Broken clock, twice a day, you already know what it is. He said that Kamala was putting as an olive branch to the Indian government to improve relations with them. Because let's not forget, Kamala Harris's um, part, her, her mother's from the Indian subcontinent, from Chennai, southern India. So, like, one of, the, one of the Dravidians, not even the Persians. So, she has that going on, and she's also, quote-unquote, black. I think her father is Jamaican and, like, as, as far as nationality, but he's like biracial. So she had like 25% black, maybe at the most and 50%, you know, red dot East Indian, right? That's kind of what's going on. So you're able to satisfy the Indian population and also the black population, the, 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 the people of color. That's what she is. That's the whole point. And also a woman. So you get a lot of check marks. You got person of color, woman, you know, you know, Asia, Africa, all of that. That's kind of what's going on. They might send her to Kenya with some some garb on, talking about she wanted them, which is not true, but they might try it. Anyway, thank you to Tyrant's Bane, TDUA, who says, Yo, ABL, I was a caller Snapzilla. What do you think about voluntarism? You will be able to defend your home against squatting boo-booers. <laughs> I don't know a lot about volunteerism, honestly. That's not something I looked into. But, you know, all I know is that I'm not an anarchist. But as far as what that means specifically, volunteerism, I don't really know. All right. Um, thank you to Leo for the super chat who says, I believe depression is high with those who change their sex. Uh, yeah, of course. Anybody that, because it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? There's underlying problems there. 
it's the same reason people like they, they mutilate themselves. They cut. I know cutters, people that got arms all looking, looking crazy from cutting themselves. That right there, that self-harm, that's because you got something going on mentally. Like cutting yourself more, it may feel good to the person, but you're damaging yourself. You don't want to hurt yourself. You want to heal yourself, right? So you got plenty of people that regret transitioning. And, you know, they are trying to live normal lives and they're kind of confused because they went through that process at a young age and certain things did not happen properly. So it's, it's no good. And then you got um, Caitlyn, quote unquote, gender, Bruce gender, whatever he wants, she wants, they want to call themselves talking about, well, I don't think that boys, I don't think that boys should perform and in sports with girls, but if they've been doing that since a long time ago, if they started at a very young age of transitioning, they should be able to play with the girls. It's like, sir, see, you're doing too much. Grand opening, grand closing for Big Bruce. But anyway, uh, thank you to Karen, who says, so proud to support your positive message. Keep up the amazing work and truth bombs. Hashtag build the family. Hashtag young black lives matter. Hashtag protect the children. Thank you. Thank you to Honey for the noob emoji. Thank you to F.A. Ranger Xbox, who says a convention of states limits the powers of government, term limits in 15 an hour living wage for Congress, SSI retirement. <laughs> Thank you to Hello Boy for Life 2002, who says, oh, no, I haven't got through. F.A. Ranger Xbox says uh, non-American Latino trying to educate an intelligent black man about history from a book of lies written to divide us. That's funny. Thank you to W.J. Valente, who says check out Thomas Baton Rice on YouTube. Um, are the UFO revelations of Rothschild's power play strategy for unique insight on how this family works. His videos are excellent and I highly suggest you watch them. I'll check it out. Shout out to Karen who says BLM is losing its momentum. Now is the time to reach the minds of our young black youth. Prove the left's narrative is wrong. Thank you to Chevy for the donation. Thank you to Ron for your donation. Thank you to Oh, it's a Superman emoji. Thank you to Tooney, who says, I'm fed up with the British Columbia, Canada. They are pretty much California 2.0. They are super woke, and the police been power-hungry and tyrannical during this pandemic, making a move to Florida. Hey, shout-out to you for being able to come to the country and get away from that nonsense up there. I I'm hearing this super woke. Like, the entire Canada, super woke, except for a few pockets way out. You got to be way out in, like, you know, Eskimo land, basically, to get away from the wokeness. Thank you to Angel for the gold emoji. Shout out to Deborah for your donation. Thank you to Double J Valente who says, check out Adrian Salbucci. Uh, the global power elite is not that strong for a very, very informative video. He predicted the pandemic over 10 years ago. Thank you to Hollywood for Life 2002 who says, I'm going to get dummy reassignment surgery. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Thank you to Deborah who says, thank you for your knowledge and humor. P.S. Buy coconut is delicious. Hey, no, no, no ad. I'm just saying it's delicious. And if Buy's watching, I've been with you guys for a long time. I deserve some royalties from my videos because I don't put people onto you guys. I want some royalties. I don't want a sponsorship ASAP. Uh, thank you to Double J Valente who says, "Last check out the Angry Prepper for another true patriot with like-minded views and quality information." I think I've seen him before. Angry Prepper, shout out to him. I think I've seen him before. I'm not quite sure. Shout out to Laura Catherine, who says all the kids who got participation trophies and were told you could be anything you want to be are now growing up and ruining our culture. Right. They might, they might want to be something else for real. 
I think it's a razor sharp thoughtfulness who says it's better to have a razor sharp tongue that cuts deep with the truth than have a simple mind that consumes and spews out foolishness. Ah, love it. Bit brain. Thank you to Chevy for the donation. And thank you to Sonia's scrapbook who says many documentaries show trans people regrets. Some books for parents look up authors, Abigail Schreier and Deborah. So S O H. Well, thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate y'all. You guys have been the best audience anywhere on the internet. So I'll be back live again on Saturday of this week. All throughout the week, I put out pre-recorded videos, about 10 minutes or so, about whatever's going on. Uh, tomorrow, I'm not really sure what I'm talking about tomorrow, but I'll figure something out. So that'd be it for right now. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.